Oh. Just out of interest, have you seen Top Gun? No. No, for fuck's sake. Don't worry, it's not that good. What oh, film? Shit, I watched it again recently. Everyone's just wet. <laughs> <laughs> and oily. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the oil bed. What's the premise that two pilots fall in love with each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's not many films that have made me cry. I can't think of two. Armageddon gets me. <laughs> <laughs> I swear is it when Steven Tyler starts singing? Right. You know, I could spin on this night. <laughs> so don't say him off. It's Sunday the 17th on St. Paddy's Day. Coming to you live from the cathartic confines of Ormish HQ. God, what fucking accent is that? Kind of like a leprechaun. An evil leprechaun. From Somerset. From from Somerset. Yeah. Just trying to offend as many races as possible. Right. Have we got Amish Ben in the house? Well, we We are. He's talking. Oh, it's Matt's back. We've got Dan back. Hello, Dan. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you for having nice me. see you. I'll just do a tasteful fade out now. Ish. Oh. Right, so what have we been doing to celebrate Patrick's Day then? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Fuck off. nothing. Oh, well. Well. Dan's here, though, so you know. Yeah. I'm not sure I know what it's about, clearly. St. Patrick. Didn't he drive all what the snakes yeah. out of Ireland? Was it yeah. snakes? Yes. Uh-huh. And when he means snakes, they mean the English. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, There's a double meaning there, is there? Well, I don't think so. And maybe, yeah. But I don't know if it's the English. It might be um, the Celts. No, the can't be them. Celts. No, <laughs> the Normans. The yeah. Normans. The Vikings. Right. All right, whatever. I'm making it up. Do you not do you not celebrate St Patrick's Day? Do you not make an effort of going out on St Patrick's Day ever? No. No. Am I accident? It's always a Sunday. No, it's no. always the seventeenth of March. Right. Whatever day that's convenient, is it? No, but it's usually the nearest Saturday, isn't it? Mm. Where people go out, lash it up. My missus know. used to. Yeah, she's Irish, isn't she? Well, she's got Irish mum and dad. She's born in England, so that makes her English, doesn't it? Yeah, she could play. She could play for Ireland. <laughs> in what? <laughs> That's the, <laughs> what's the, uh, what's the one with the stick? <coughs> what's the Irish game with the ball and the like stick? And death the, hockey. And the yeah. Thing? yeah. What's, yeah it what's it called? Uh, not hurling. Shillelagh. Gaelic football. No, that's that's, that's, the, drum, that's with the ball and the football. Uh, the running and the throwing and the kicking. Lacrosse. Right. It's, it's kind of like, like lacrosse, lacrosse, isn't it? But it's called brutal, brutal stone uh, edge. Can they not like punch each other or something? Wheelchair rugby. I think that's what they end up playing if they do a full career in that sport. Mm. Have you seen Aussie Rules? Not I've never, really. Well, I've Oof. only on Neighbours. <laughs> it's like UFC. <laughs> <laughs> Met rugby football. and then put some football nets in as well. That's horrible. It's worse than rugby league. Well worse. Well worse. Why? What happens? 
it's it's, it's like hockey do you know if it fights they all step yeah. back and let it you know if right. you go to the floor you go to like the floor ice hockey's like that really you're not, you're not wearing any pads mm. and you bounce a rugby shaped ball when you're running <laughs> but the nets you can kick it in like a football or it's a, a rugby goal so you can either kick it in the net with the keeper yeah. or kick it through Right. but all the way through you're encouraged just to twang into people. each other and there's no pads no nothing mm. there's punches and everything it's really really good right. okay. hurling I said, did I not say hurling? I, I said, said hurling, you're curling. I think I said hurling, yeah. <laughs> <coughs> well, I remembered. Yeah, thanks. Hurling one out. Thanks, Google. Mm. All right. Um, you turn this on, by the way. The fan, yeah. All right, okay. Mm. Poo update. Um, my son has done three shits on the toilet this weekend. Hat trick? Yeah. Three in a row? Uh, yeah, not pooed himself once. Wow. You know, That's amazing. Special times. Your phone's too close, Ben. Is Come it on, Ben? Not me. Well, yours is the nearest thing. Hey. Oh, well, well, that's a breakthrough. Yes. Have you covered the return of Alex Jones? What? To the one show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that always confuses me. <laughs> the return of InfoWars Alex Jones. Yeah. To. Have you covered it? No. Have you not? No. What do you mean? What's he, he returned to? He was um, on Joe Rogan, wasn't he? He yeah. was. Oh, it's only six hours. <laughs> <laughs> but pff, didn't, no one's watched it then. Yeah, I have, yeah. Animal Human Hybrids and all that Jeez. jazz. Yeah. Oh, he's so hard, isn't he? He's just so hard to keep up with and to understand. He's a fountain of... of Bullshit. Jackham. <laughs> well, he yeah. believes it though. That's the main thing. That's Does he all though? that matters? This is what. Yeah, this is what I was talking to saying the other week was whether or not he actually believes it or he just says it to get monies. The, he believes yeah. in monies mm. and got money a lot notoriety. Of, a lot of shit though. Yeah, he does. It's, He's had to put up with a lot. Hasn't he? mm. yeah, I mean, but, how many lawsuits has there been against him? Yeah, because dozens. I think nonsense. Isn't That's it? what I mean. So why why put up why put up with it? Put up with the act. He didn't really believe it for the money. And That's the argument. Well, I've been saying this. Some mention of him having these bank accounts frozen as well, due to what he's <laughs> because obviously this stops, not stopped him for wars, but stopped his revenue due to what he said. Yeah, you know. So he's in the thing. He's like, oh, I'm down to one bank account, which I'm sure <clears throat> is well stocked. But yeah. still, I feel like he's put himself through it. The ringer, if he doesn't believe it, I really do believe he believes what he's saying. Really, but it is so. But I've had to do it in like twenty minute jumps <laughs> and then just just detox after it's so it's like doubled over it. heavy breathing. <laughs> he's, he's so, but I can see why he gets so many views because he's just so interesting to watch and the stuff he's saying is like, go on then, I'll listen to it. <laughs> Some of it's batshit, though, isn't it? Oh yeah, well, well yeah. But his his dad was a someone, wasn't he? If you research his dad, it's a it was a what? His dad was a someone, government wise. He was Ooh. he was quite high up. A man in black. Yeah. Um, so that's where it sort of comes from, I think. But I don't know. It's just, I've never really watched him in that format where he's just free to just go. <laughs> I've never watched the Infowars. And Joe tries to keep him on track, doesn't he, all the way through. When he starts going, doesn't he? Like, just, he explodes. He go, he go, like, yeah, he does. He does. He goes, talk to me. Talk to yeah. me. Because <laughs> he's just gone. Chuck me out. Chuck me out. <laughs> Have you seen the... Um, but uh, yeah, you just give it a watch. Have you seen the video of him apologising? About yeah. Sandy Hook? No, the compilation video of him apologising. I'll talk amongst yourselves. Oh. Yeah, he's, but yeah, he's crazy. that's something I watched this week. 
worth worth to watch just to give you some sort of it's stuff I've never even thought about mm. so it's nice to sort of come away and think oh my god that, if that's possible then that is so interesting yeah what's well, the other thing there was like after birth abortions or something yeah which is weird but he, he had some sort of weird evidential yeah yeah the guy did didn't, evidence, yeah. didn't agree but didn't deny that it happens yeah. basically the whole the, the big takeaway was we have made contact with aliens through the use of psychedelics <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe Rogan believes that. He's with DMT. DMT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, he does. To mean. He does, he does. What, that? What? what? That, we, through the, the, the frequencies we can, we smell, see, touch, the stuff we're not getting. But right. by taking psychedelics, then you open your mind up to the possibilities of where aliens do exist and the they're all up in your peripheral vision yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this is it's just not well, well no he it's says, just happening to unpart the parts of your brain you don't use surely because it's mm. just fucking with the connections mm. they're with us in this room probably but you know but it was just a good podcast imagine I've been tempted to uh, watch it but I haven't but you know most people who've taken DMT say that um, you can't really knock that theory unless you've tried it. Mm. If this was 70 years ago, there'd be a new religion well, around, around Alex Jones, unfair. wouldn't there? He'd be the Elrond L. Ron Cupboard of, mm. of modern times. Mm. Yeah. Why is that? Well, Elrond L. Hubbard's just a science fiction writer, isn't he? So he wrote some shitty novels. Mm. Most prolific science fiction writer, I think. on the on Prolific writer. Prolific writer, full stop. Yeah. Writer, yeah. Fiction um, writer, I think. And then he started believing his own hype and, and started a religion based on, uh, what are they called? Scientology. Scientology. Yeah, Scientology. What are, they, what are the aliens called in <coughs> Scientology? Thetans. Thetans, that's it. Yep. And all that. So uh, I think Alex Jones would, in a different life, be hmm. be Alron Cupboard. Well, he's got a hell of a following. It's massive. Even now, even st- people still still go to Infowars and things like that. I mean, it's not as readily available as YouTube, but still, he's doing all right. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he was offering. Was he offering uh, Eddie Bravo like ten million? Yeah. And then he said, "Oh, I can't afford ten million. One million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I think if he was more polished, if he was like a Jordan Peterson, then I think he'd be so much more powerful. But he's so easy to discredit because he's so off Shouting. the wire, yeah, and 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 he can't hold a conversation. No. Like if he, you can watch it, and he's he's thinking of the next thing to say. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. he doesn't have a conversation. He's like he's here to get his scripts out, uh-huh. and you'll join in or not. Yep. Like you don't have a choice. It's tapping into, um, I think, uh, a want that some people have in their minds where they want to believe. Mm. They want to feel like they have some sort of insider knowledge. Fox mm. Mulder. Mm. I yeah, want to believe. I want to believe. Some everyone's got a different threshold for conspiracy theories. I think. Mm. The thing is, conspiracy theories have have happened. Yeah. And they've been proven. There are proven conspiracy theories. Give me one. Operation Northwoods. What's that? Isn't that where the isn't that the one with the um the Cuban friendlies? They they wanted to uh oh no, was it the airplane? They wanted to put up the joint chiefs of chiefs of staff signed a a thing where they wanted to put on an unmanned plane, passenger plane, 
and have it shot down so uh, it just looked, yeah. looked like the Cubans had done it for, for a reason to invade Cuba False flag. and it was JFK who vetoed it he, if he'd have signed it would have been put into action and he didn't do it JFK's not really proven but I think most people would say they don't believe the official story on that why? I think most people believe there was more than one gunman involved Jack Ruby was it? no he's the guy who killed Lee Harvey Oswald oh, yeah. that is so the day I heard that and found it on YouTube, I was blown away that that footage is available. Mm. I've been being dragged to the to the jail, I suppose, and then Jack Ruby jumping out and shooting him. Mm. It's unbelievable. It's a bit kind of... Uh, it's Godfather, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of like, it's proper conspiracy fodder, that, isn't it? The fact mm. that he was shot. There was a guy shot recently, you know, was it a museum setting in Europe somewhere? And he was he was shot at point blank range. He was doing some speaking and some guy pulled a gun and shot. And there's photographs of that because there were loads of journalists everywhere. I've got uh, I've got a book of the World Press Photo Awards or something that I picked up in, in some exhibition. And the front cover's that and it's just he's just pulling a gun out, just about to, to Is it the one guy. that doesn't fire? No, he, he kills him. Oh, right, right. Yeah, have, you, have you seen that one? Where he goes to do it when he's giving a, mm. giving a oh, speech. No, really? And then yeah, he just gets swarmed. Oh, comes shit. out, goes bullet out, doesn't doesn't fire, like... Gun jams. Everything. That's you can just see his face, like, Fuck. oh, shit. That'd be a great... If you this want to, be, oh. if you want to <laughs> disappear someone, if you convince them to carry out an assassination and give them a misfiring gun mm-hmm. in a crowd, that's like... There's no... No, come back on that. That could, that could. Uh, I don't know the story, but there could have been a government conspiracy there to mm. set up an assassination, and, and he then got the assassin filled in. There. He did <laughs> absolutely <laughs> filled it. Jeez. Oh, the other thing as well, leaving Neverland. Never. I've not. Oh, yeah. Not seen it. Not watched it yet. What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> about Peter Pan. J M Barry. A form of Peter Pan. J M Barry. Yeah. Jimmy. Oh, go on, what's it about? I don't know if it's Jane Barry. It's Jane? about Wacko Jacko, yeah, isn't it? We're talking about this at work. Yeah, Peter Pan. Yeah. Just if you with Winnie the Pooh. What's Jamal what's Kalili. new? Because I've I've oh, watched Jamal Khalili. <laughs> I've sorry, go on. <laughs> no, we were talking about it at work, but I, I've watched it like a little. Now you're right. I did, I've watched a, a small section of it. See, I've not watched it, but I just think it started the conversation again because I think people have forgot. Mm. And, and because the, I think the music was great at the beginning then there was a little bit of I like to sleep with kids and then the music was quite good after it still and then I think people forgot and now it's come back up again I think it started oh shit he did that didn't he, he did that the only difference that. between him and Gary Glitter is that Gary Glitter's music was always shit <laughs> <laughs> well I was saying this the other day look if he if Michael Jackson was a plumber and and built some theme, you know, put a water slide in his back garden, and then said, "Oh no, no, I do sleep in the same bed as kids." Then that's it. Oh, you, it? The, the jury's it's, it's, out. This because the power he had, mm. isn't it? If you're talented, mm. you can get away with anything. It's it's not just talent; it's money. Politicians, mm. that guy, that Italian guy, Berlusconi, Bunga oh, Bunga, right. fucking hell, Unga Bunga parties. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the the priesthood. <laughs> they the fucking yeah. that brothel though what it is that gay club that the uh, Vatican owns they own the building <laughs> I don't know and, oh fuck it's just but it's rife with it isn't it Catholic Church hmm. one of his per- personal advisors got done recently that Australian Cardinal George oh, yeah, Pell yeah, yeah. he's been charged he's I believe now no, has he gone, yeah, has he been gone da- no, yeah. we were sentenced recently 
No, because they won't. They refuse to excommunicate him. No, he's been done seven years. Yeah, he's been mm-hmm. done. Yeah. No, but the church refused to excommunicate. All oh, right, okay. Because he's appealing. <laughs> we won't excommunicate this cardinal be- until the appeals process has gone through. Ugh. Have you seen Spotlight? Yeah. No, I don't think so. It's, it's I the, think you have. It's the film. Is that the one with um, a Blade Runner in it? Hulk's in no, it. No, but I'll tell you who's in it. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, I've seen it. One of my, um, Michael Keaton. my picks. Ooh. Mark Ruffalo's in it, isn't he? Oh, you just ruined your thing now. Well, one of my picks. You know Surprise. Um, but yeah, no, it's a, it's the drama of how it all got exposed. And the, I just don't understand why it was... They would move... As soon as some report had come through, da-da-da, from Michigan, we think he's been fiddling. Yeah. Right, let's move him. Well, they went. They also went to um, <clears throat> treatment centres, didn't they? <laughs> that were... Uh, they were like basically just houses in children's neighbourhoods where loads of priests who were had the same issue <coughs> of paedophiles basically, hmm. and they tried to treat them there. Yeah. You know, pray got them all together so they could share tips. Yeah, and pray away the paedophilia basically, um, but it doesn't work. I think okay. it is, it is. I find it so interesting because it's so bizarre. But I mean, I mean, when we we're discussing at work and, and there were some theories flying around from some people more in the know than than we are um psychologically speaking <laughs> yeah. unlike pay, pay, pay wise speaking <laughs> um no but some of the theories of why he he some of the things he said and why perhaps he thought he was okay made a lot of sense a lot of scary sense are you going back Who, to jacko yeah? yeah yeah sorry yeah what, what did they, they thought say he was then? psychologically okay i didn't hear no so the idea was because he was abused so much mm-hmm. as a child mm-hmm. and never experienced a childhood mm-hmm. that there's some form of trauma there where he's stuck mm-hmm. in that yes psychosexual stage where he's never mm-hmm. really expressed himself as a mm-hmm. child and you know mm-hmm. been on a park and oh what's mm-hmm. that oh, show me. you know mm-hmm. that sort of <clears throat> normal upbringing then fast forward however many years 10 20 years he's still stuck in this mind frame of a child that's never really explored himself and then it was a shame to link it to the film, but if you were a millionaire as a child, what would you build in your back garden? Mm. You know, you would. And I remember saying at work, oh, it's like Richie Rich. Mm. And I totally forgot oh, that's yeah. Macaulay again. <laughs> but that's what you would build in your back garden, isn't it? I'm a, yeah. And the whole the whole kid sleeping over at his house, well, what's the one thing he's probably never done as a child? Had sleepovers. Mm. Like the most basic thing. So the whole idea of maybe he's stuck in the mind of a child makes a lot of sense. So when he said... Oh yeah, people do sleep in my bed, like the kids do. I feel he meant that, meaning being as innocent as it was. But mm. because he's got the mind of a child, he doesn't understand that the world would interpret that as what the fuck. You well, shouldn't the people I, around him have, have stopped? I'm just going, just going to say, the guy's 50 years old. Mm-hmm. He's written some of the best pop songs ever. There's nothing wrong with his intellect. No. So why would he not have been told? Just someone, listen, Michael. Um, People, blokes our age, don't sleep in the same bed as children. But you don't. But you don't know that. That's like said it, didn't you? Actually, so yeah. Well, that's like saying if we're talking from a trauma perspective, saying someone that's come back from serving, you know, stop flinching. You're not there anymore. You know, he's traumatized from his childhood and he's not processed. I can understand him being um, having trauma as a child could produce things like PTSD and things like that. But it's not affecting his mental capacity to the state where he's he's less rational, surely. Well, if you if if you have been abused sexually, and I'm not saying he had, 
but I'm just saying it's definitely physically you, abused, you, wasn't it? Yeah, you're, yeah you, you're more likely to repeat it. What? Yeah, that's a common thing with mm-hmm. paedophiles. Is that a lot yeah. of them are ex- abuse victims? And so, in in my experience, I worked with someone that had abused children, but had been abused himself. And if you spoke to him, I mean, he, he functioned in a high functioning job, did well money wise, but because when he received the abuse, he enjoyed it and thought, oh, someone's taking interest in me. This hasn't happened before. Wow. He then thought when he was abusing, oh that my it was God. the same experience. So he said he enjoyed it. He enjoyed the yeah child because abuse. it was it was it was by someone that was in a respected position and oh so like now I'm fit, special a fit teacher kind of thing. Even though it, well yeah exactly actually um, and then when he had the the option to do it, he thought oh this is a good thing for him and the whole basis of his therapy was to help him realise that hang on. The child reported it. How can you think that? And but he just can't compute that. No, no, it, it won't be for the reason he didn't enjoy it. It was for other. I bet his mum and dad said he had to do it. Is that his subconscious rationalising it? Yeah, and I th- and not knowing too much about it, but I think there's an element of trauma that just doesn't develop. Mm-hmm. Like all these intellect was fine, but just the relationship between man and did child. He, did was he just have not a normal understood. sex life as well? Was he married and stuff? Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't well, a functioning a... sex life either. Mm. Typically, it was it would peter out. It happened now and then, but it wasn't. But physiologically speaking, that would still work. Like it could still happen, but emotionally, you might not be there. Mm. You know, but it just makes me think knowing that, and then kind of understanding what you hear about his childhood. That makes sense why you would come out in a in an interview and say. Oh yeah, I do sleep with children because he 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 really doesn't see what's wrong with it. He thinks that's okay. Weird. And linking it back to the guy who I worked with, he thought it was okay, mm. but it, so I don't know if it covered his. Raises it. an interesting question. This because if you take that view in that the essentially got a mental illness, mm. which is that for? Is it? Would you say that? Could you say then that? paedophilia is actually a mental illness and we, we should be treating them rather than locking them up. Like Pedophiles are treated. But they're, they're locked up. Yeah, but so are other criminals and they're treated psychologically if they accept it in prison. I do, I do. I'm, I'm saying that, can you blame them? And so is, put, is prison the right... right so, so, you, so you send them to prison for something that isn't their fault? Well, because not all <clears throat> paedophiles have been abused themselves. and well, But there might be other kinds of trauma and things there. It doesn't matter which way it was established. The fact is you're classing them as mentally ill and then they should be treated rather than imprisoned. Most people in prison have some kind of mental illness. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of the, uh, the righteous paedophiles? No. So it's an internet group for paedophiles that do not want to commit any problems. But oh, they wanna... there was a guy on Channel 4. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, blonde, blonde, yeah. But he, he's like, I am attracted to children, like I am. But I so I fucking need... brave going on telly and meeting that. I want the support yeah. of others to, to help me never commit these acts. So to me, they should be offered some form of treatment. How on earth you would ever establish well, that? Well, quite, quite interesting. Well, they won't take... Well, well, the thing was, is in that programme, there was a woman who was some kind of lecturer or whatever, researcher at a university, and she was saying in her research, we should be treating paedophiles, and she was fired from her job, basically, because oh. he said it was causing too much fuss, or it was made like a job was made untenable or something. Mm. But then there's... 
you got also got to think from like I mean, I, in some countries the, the age is different. The consent. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's cultural norm. That mm. that's why. So it's just a different paedophile in other cultures. The the rules are different. They're so, not paedophiles. We'd call them a paedophile. Of course you would. You'd marry an eleven year old. Americans would call. Yeah. Some British people, people yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, because it's 18, age of consent it? is two years less mm. than theirs. 21 for anal. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds expensive. <laughs> so, I mean, with those parameters, it yeah. makes things so much more complicated, doesn't it? So, you know, you would treat someone in, in America differently <laughs> than you would treat someone over here because of the rules that we say yeah. that is consent. Yeah, yeah, because it's a, it's based on a cultural norm. It has some sort of linked to puberty because mm. um, c- can't women have children from about the age of 13? Mm. Well, it depends when they start the period, doesn't it? Well, yeah, yeah. but isn't it usually about 13? Well, I don't know. It might be early. It might be later. Right. But it's, it's about 13. So, you know, some cultures would have... Um, it's only for an example. Some cultures would put the age of consent at 13 then. Well, yeah, probably. You know, as soon as you're able to um, have a period, that means you're ready to breed. Mm. There's a there's a, a tribe I read about in Papua New Guinea this week, mm. where the the young boys have to ingest the semen of the <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the older <laughs> the older tribe the eldest the yeah. elder tribesmen Joe Rogan and they do it Joe Rogan was it Joe Rogan yeah, they um they they ingest it for, until they're they're seventeen and then when or sorry until they're uh, adolescent so when they start to develop as as young men they say well that's because you've had your your intake of seeds since full of sugar. <laughs> five or Tribe spunk, go down. <laughs> it's fucked up. A spoonful of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> but and apparently they t- they took a couple of these people out of the tribe in the seventies, not age seventy, in the nineteen seventies, and they, oh. they, they, lived, <laughs> they lived in America. Calm down. <laughs> they, lived, yeah, they lived in America, and they were still. They didn't obviously practice that. Oh. In America, but they said it was. They still said, "Well, this is this is just normal. It's normal for us." Mm. Yeah, it's a cultural norm. Yeah. Yes, and and but that's going back to what I was saying about perhaps Michael. That was normal to him. Mm. Therefore, he could say these things with complete sincerity. Well, the other thing is, is as well that they they had. He must have had a lot of yes men around him because of the way his doctor treated him. Well, basically, killed, and the reason why he died is like a pain. Uh, pill addict, wasn't he? I think the, end, and that's why the, the biggest that example of that is um, <clears throat> what's his name over here? He'll fix it, Jimmy Savile. Talk about yes, people. People knew he was abusing people, yeah. but he was too famous to say anything. Yeah, that's a con- another good example of a conspiracy. But the other thing conspiracy about conspiracy of silence. The other thing yeah. about that, though, we've talked about this on this secret. podcast thing that we do, is that um, <coughs> how it had changed. Like, remember what the Louis Threw went back? I don't know if you've seen Louis Threw because mm. he, he did this weekend, weird weekend with him, and then he went back and sort of reviewed it. And he spoke to those two people, didn't he? Mm. Those two girls, and the, in his original uh, documentary, he spoke to him, said, Oh, no, it was great. We, we you know, he used to take us out every weekend, didn't he? We were great, really? we were his biggest fans. Yeah. I don't remember, we talked about this about at least no. three times on no. this podcast. Episode no. 30 something. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, uh, came back and re-interviewed him and they changed their view on it with in light of what everybody else had been saying. And right. everyone said, reflected on it and said, actually, we were 
14 and 15 or whatever, 15 and 16. And he was he was taking advantage of us, basically. Mm. Do you know what I think happened, has happened? I think the culture has changed. Well, it has. Yeah. It has. Well, there was that one. But we're, 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 yeah. we're charging someone of a crime that was maybe Based culturally acceptable. At the t- unfortunately. Yeah. 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 But this, is, this is that philosophical debate, doesn't it, of what... Does that change anything? The fact that what was culturally acceptable forty years ago isn't now. I think you can. I don't think it's good to retroactively um, charge people. That's yeah. why they have statute of limitations on certain crimes. You know. Yeah. When was the age of consent put into legislature? I have no idea. I it's probably been in century. forever. It's just gone yeah. up. It's probably been. I mean, they had rules in ancient Rome about age of uh, about. That, that question. Hmm. So it's always a, it always will have been here. I reckon it's gone up though. Yeah. And like I say, even between Savile and now. So if it although it's not again, gone up legally, it's culturally the age has gone up. If legally it went up again to eighteen over the next fifteen years or so, would hmm. they then look back at? Am I the a paedophile? That would make me a paedophile. Well, if, yeah. If any of us had sex with a sixteen-year-old. Yeah. When we were older than 16, or yeah. even... Presume yeah. so, yeah. That would make you an adult and them a minor. Yeah. No, it wouldn't make you an adult. You'd both You'd be minors. You'd have to be over 18, mm. and they'd have to be... Well, 18 under, and 16. Well, under 18, mm. then. Yeah, 18, 17, then. It's still... Yeah, so that's all be... us in the slammer. You're both... Probably. Sometimes they don't charge, do they? If you both, like, consented and you were 15... No, but you could someone could raise a complaint, and yeah. then your ex girlfriend from when you were seventeen, eighteen, might go, "Oh gosh, yes, he did rape me." <laughs> Nowadays, it's bad enough just to have the conversation about you. Do you have this thing where you ask permission? Have you heard about this? Well, this where you, you ask wa- permission for every have you every written consent base essentially. Have you not said? Have you did you what watch the Louis Theroux thing? And someone made a really horrible video distri- d- d- demonstrating how to make it work. In a sexy way. It's oh. terrible. Did you watch the Louis Theroux thing? He's had, he's had a documentary out about, uh, you know, what is this thing called on the college campuses that he always talks about on Joe Rogan? Safe spaces? No, it's like it's like a bill, something that they've passed. I don't know, something about sort of consent and things anyway. Um, but basically he was talking to some people who've been accused of rape after the fact, hmm. basically. Um, and apparently it's, it's quite a big issue on campuses, but there's quite a bit of fight back because a, a lot of young men are ending up getting kicked out of university for having sex with, well, uh, and allegedly raping or raping uh, their fellow students. But basically it's this law that it's <clears throat> it's not beyond reasonable doubt. It's the other one. What is it? The civil between the difference between civil law and criminal law. Right. So criminal law, it's beyond reasonable doubt, isn't it? Ah, uh, the threshold is lower. Yeah. For civil law courts. Yeah. So a lot of people are getting kicked out of university when they do these sort of panels. But people on the panels aren't experts in law or anything. No, it's like a jury. Yeah, but system. it is a jury. But it's well, it's magistrates basically. Oh god. System. So it's like people from the university, and they read each account and then is it I can't remember what it is but and then they sort of decide whether or not you get to stay in university mm. and yeah. lots of people kicking off about it but this you have to oh, you have to watch it but there was this lad and he'd come from I think he was from Afghanistan 
and he had been living in a refugee camp in Pakistan, managed to get a scholarship to Yale, I think, and then at Yale he'd been accused of raping this this girl. And by the sounds, the way he talked and like his story changed and the way he spoke about it, it sounded like he fucking did it. Basically, what it was is he met this girl who was falling down drunk. He wasn't that drunk or had been, not been drinking, I don't think. Mm. Took her back to the room. I think they started having sex or something. And then she said, no, I'm going to go to sleep. So he went to sleep. He watched or talked on the phone for three hours to somebody and then... He went back and raped her, basically, when she was asleep. Oh, she didn't know till the morning? Yeah. Oh, stealthy bastard. And, uh, but yeah, I I believed that he did it, basically. Right. He's so dodgy, this guy. But like, imagine coming all that way. Yeah, and then fucking it up. Yeah, and he was on like a neuroscience course at oh Yale. And like, kicked off, couldn't go back. So a, Spoiler alert. There was a male student who got in trouble and I got accused of rape. Because the um, the girl was drunk. So there's a, there's an interesting question about alcohol and rape. Yeah, and consent. Consent. Informed consent, isn't it? Yeah. So if if you're if you get someone drunk, a girl drunk, and then have sex with them, I think you could be done for rape, no? Possibly, depending on you know what they say afterwards, yeah, and how drunk they. Say. I mean, if the jury's convinced that she was paralytically drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, of course she could, yeah, because she couldn't yeah. give consent. Yeah, but if she instead of say she was paralytically drunk, and instead of going to to his bedroom, she got in a car and drove and run over two people, what would happen then? She'd be charged with drink driving, and the full weight of the law come down on her. Mm. So she's sin able to make the judgment that. Um, Driving a car is a good idea, but when it comes to having sex, she's seen as um, incapable. It's mm. not phone sites, the headphone thing. I think. Mm. It'll go away in a minute. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. No, but it's two, two different applications of the law, that, isn't it? Do you not think? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's not done anything wrong by getting drunk and somebody having sex with her she didn't No, but she's to. seen as being... She's so drunk, she's unable to give consent. Mm-hmm. So she's seen as, as mentally, as, you know, innocent. Yeah. not able to give yeah. consent. But she she had the mental... But if she would, went, instead went and drove home and killed someone... Yeah. The, her, 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 she couldn't give her an argument. Well, I was really drunk, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You don't see the... Contradiction, I, I, yeah, I see the contradiction, but it, it's, it works both ways, doesn't it? In that it's a she for someone you basically consent, don't you? Whether verbally or through whatever actions, I suppose. Body language, grunts, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you're going to have Semaphore. sex with somebody, yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's different, isn't it? To driving pissed and killing someone. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. So I mean, the whole thing is about consent, isn't it? You don't consent to drive home pissed. You just drive home pissed because you're pissed. Right. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did you see the the, the Chad Evans case? No, yeah, the footballer. Uh, football, yeah. Is he? Did he get released in the end? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Well, did he? Yeah. Yeah. So. <clears throat> he got, she, so I can't. Sorry, I can't remember the the whole um, 
breakdown of it, but he he did about three, three, four years. Yeah, I remember following this because I, I was quite. They did a they read made a website. Sorry, and it was yeah. like about four or five years ago, wasn't it? And I think it hinged on in the end when they looked at it again. So obviously he got acquitted. Not the right term. Yeah. Um. So she got out of the taxi drunk when sort of up the stairs with him she obviously claimed she was paralytic she was raped mm. and then from the the sort of cctv footage she went back to the taxi for the pizza right and i think and you know i'm not saying it hinged on that but that was a massive sort of deciding like factor she that, decided to go well back. your decision making process is still yeah. going you yeah, know yeah. Oh, okay. and your and your emote skills and able mm. to run back and things like that well, are all being shown to the, the other thing about that story as well was that um somebody um had pointed at you not because you're a rapist, Amish but ben. because you. Amish Ben, not me. Yeah, well not because you're a rapist, Ben, but because you, the Wayback Machine, somebody oh, yes. had looked back at Twitter, and she'd been sending tweets along the lines of, "Yeah, hon, I'm fine. I'm going to get me a um, brand new mini or something like that. I've, I've hooked up with somebody, or you know." And I think the police yeah. withheld them them that information from no, the defence. I don't think no uh, no it wasn't available in the original trial. The um, yeah they didn't make it available. No 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 the, it was they hadn't found she it. Oh it. right yeah so yeah. she deleted it. They didn't know it was there. But there's been lots of cases rape cases where the police have withheld WhatsApp messages and things. And there's like because there's thousands of them go backwards and forwards. There's little bits and pieces, but. Mm. Loads of things have been thrown out on technicalities recently, haven't they? Loads of cases were dropped by the Met recently after a spate of rape cases, um, trials crumbling, basically. Oh, God. It's yeah. so shit, that, for, for the for girls that do go through it. Yeah. Like, I know, you, you emotionally side with the victim straight away, don't you? Mm-hmm. But when you hear cases like that, I, spe- I mean, the guy spent four years in prison, and I know it's not better if he, if he was on a lower-paying job, but four years of a footballer's wage. And he was scoring, I know you shouldn't laugh or make light of it, but he was, uh, it was like scoring 35, 40 goals a season, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. And then he went in and he's been shit, hasn't he? I think. Again, though, that's the, the talent argument, though, isn't it? Like, just because he was gorgeous doesn't make no, it. No, no, yeah, yeah. But, no, I agree, he should be treated the same as everyone, but it just adds to it, doesn't it? He's lost out mm. on thousands, about all for, through nothing, really. Mm-hmm. But I heard if you, if you go to, if you went to a party, you know, Drake, the rapper, yeah, yeah. If you go to any of those parties, you, you, you hand, yeah, yeah. hand you hand your cell phone in, and can you imagine if that's what you have to do now? But I get why he does it because it keeps him completely protected and, and just covering his back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But but you were saying before about how to to get consent for everything. Maybe that's what you do. You have to sign. I think that's not for old man on the street like you or me, though. Yeah, true. But because they're targets, because they're um, rich. So aren't yeah, he was only he was a league one footballer though. You would like to think that he 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 didn't have to worry about that. But the other thing he, so he is effectively man on the street. <laughs> about that case was there was somebody else. Yeah, a friend. There was a three way, wasn't there? His, yeah, yeah, his teammate. Yeah. yeah, and he got found innocent. Yeah, because he it was. He, I oh, that's it. Sorry, the order no. of, of, of yeah, yeah. So, sorry, that. <laughs> that was it, wasn't it? He said, she said she consented to him. I think no, no, she couldn't because I think he was on trial. But some, there was some. He had sex, and yeah, then yeah. I think she she says that she must have fallen asleep, and then Ched Evans had sex with her. Do you know yeah. what she should have said to him? <laughs> that's what she should have said. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's how you lower the tone. <laughs> hey, I've got a new jingle. Got a new jingle, check it out.
Execute. <laughs> no, I've heard that one. I've heard that one. Sorry, sorry, it's this one. Execute. Uh, uh. 69, dudes! <laughs> yes. 69, dudes. Go and <laughs> I um, visited one of my favourite customers this week. Pokemon woman? No, no, she's in, she's a top five. Okay, not heard from her for a year or so. This is an interesting segue from the previous. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, talking about sexual assault was probably not far it's, off. It's not noose noose in the garage, man, is it? No, oh. no, not heard from him either. <laughs> so he's probably not with us anymore. No. No, it's June. It's June the Cockney. No, I don't think I've heard of June. Not heard of June. Yeah. Filthy mind, <laughs> like <laughs> Olympic level filth. Um, flirt. Ooh. Everything's a fucking flirt. So uh, I guess I pulls up and says, "Hey, how sweetheart, how you doing?" <laughs> oh, fucking hell! How are you doing? All right. I need some new, uh, I need some new extra sockets in my kitchen. Doesn't it look bigger now? I've knocked this fucking wall down. <laughs> Not the wall through. And some customers, right? When you first meet them, they're quite nervous. Mm. It's interest, interesting how some people, like, when you first meet I've, I've had people visibly shaking. They're hand shaking because they're nervous. That's one end of the spectrum. And then, like, with June, the first time I walked in the house, he talks to you like um, you've known her all her life. She just didn't give a fuck. It's just interesting, the personality. She's going for a low handshake. She's <laughs> <laughs> going, say, I need, some, I need some extra sockets, don't I, for my coffee machines. <laughs> machines? Coffee. Fucking hell, Fagan. <laughs> <laughs> How many coffee machines have you got? I've got three, Anna. Three so coffee machines? three machine. coffee machines Why? lined up on the counter. Why? Because I like a bit of this, bit of that. You know what I mean, don't you? Uh-huh. Oh, fucking all that. I said, yeah, yeah all right. Well, I've, I like the, uh, I said to her, I like the throther on mine. You can throth the milk up. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you like that, don't you? I bet you like your milk frothing up. And everything's, it's like a carry-on film. <laughs> anyway, I fucking look at these sockets and he goes, oh, have you seen my TV? So I goes into the front room and there's a 55-inch plasma on chimney breast. Oh, wires here, there and everywhere. It's fucking mad. I said, uh, oh, yeah, very nice. Sorry, <laughs> that. No, that, that, that one laughed. The one in the hallway. In the so hallway. Go in the hallway, and there's a box. It comes up to about me tit, <laughs> and it's about half the length of the hallway, about seven foot long. 70 inch, isn't it? 70 inch plasma. In the hallway. Oh, right. Oh, to go on. Waiting oh, to right, okay. <laughs> I thought it was in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the box. Went, That's not going to fit on your chimney. Yeah, I, I don't give a fuck. Do I? It's gonna hang over a bit each time. <laughs> I goes, I just need to str- find a strong man to put it up for me. <laughs> Australian now. <laughs> <laughs> I said it looks like a fucking two man job. <laughs> she went, yeah, I bet it does, doesn't it? Uh, fucking terrible. <laughs> oh god, I feel a bit dirty just listening yeah. to that. Well, the thing is, I did a job for a sister this week, mm. Julie, <laughs> June and Julie, and. I found sometimes, like with siblings, when one's really extroverted, mm. the other will be like a demure, a, yeah, a muling, a muling quim. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting there. Uh... That's Shakespeare, isn't it? Uh, yeah, quim. Didn't he come up with quim? Ugh, probably a muling know. quim. And moshe, filthy moshe, bon moshe. <laughs> <laughs> So I goes to her sister's house, and uh, 
thinking, you know, what's it going to be? And knock on the door. Hey, sweetheart, how are you doing? It's like a fucking <laughs> carbon copy. <laughs> and uh, like scar in her throat and fucking all sorts going on. Scar on <laughs> And I go into her bedroom. Because <laughs> that's where the job is, not for, not for any other reason. She's got, um, what's she called? Audrey Hepburn wallpaper. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah. And uh, anyway, yeah. I did the job, and there's all sorts of weird shit in the house. And I went downstairs, taking my tools down, and I noticed in a hallway... I 90 inch plasma. <laughs> <laughs> hung, hung up in the hallway was a, a like a canvas of um, Alien and Predator playing poker in front of a roaring hearth. Oh, nice. I went, oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> I said to her, where do you get your... You've painted from? He goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I've got all sorts of med shit in this house. <laughs> where did you get it from? Oh, I can't remember. And I'm looking at her in the lounge, because that's where she was sat. And in the corner of the room, I can see a sarcophagus of, like, Tutankhamun. <laughs> it's about five foot tall. Cool. Where did you get your mummy from? Oh, you like that, do you? Yeah, fucking hell. Oh, check this out. And she goes over and pulls a catch, opens it up. It's a CD rack. Got it off car boot. Yeah. Fucking hell. Nice. Wild. Anyway, that's my new, my customer experience. That's Jeez. good. That's good. That is, I enjoyed uh, that story. Interesting. Yeah. Are we going to do um, Jurassic Park? Oh, we're going to segue into Jurassic Park now. Now you've lowered the tone back down. Highbrow, lowbrow. I can't Damn. believe I've no one. Um, did you watch Park. Jurassic Park? Did you have to no. watch it again? Have you never seen it before? I've not. When did it come out? What do you mean you've not? You've not <coughs> seen it. You've not seen it. And Jurassic. from your text, I didn't really understand who I was picking and, and for what role you weren't very clear yeah. well I'll, I'll just read just, out the what, message 26 years ago 20, what year were you born Dan? 93 oh, so the, same year. Year. Yeah. the year you were born let oh, you off then you lucky boy let's have a look <clears throat> oh god so how many do I need to do Dan yeah just like the top cast I wrote Richard Attenborough the two archaeologists right Jeff Goldblum mm. the computer guy Samuel Jackson, Guy, and the Hunter Guy, the children. Right. So what, what <laughs> fucking else do you need to know? <laughs> the raptors. Maybe I didn't, I didn't read it as clearly as you said it then. You only missed the lawyer, I think. When you, If you go on IMDb, <coughs> yeah, I only missed the lawyer. I, if you go on IMDb, it just has it there. Have you still not seen it? No. All oh, right, so you're doing it blind. It's Interesting tactic. Blind. Interesting tactic. It could work. Unsheathed. <laughs> who's, um, who's going first? I'll go first. Cause, Matt will go first. Cause, um, so, are we starting with Sam Neill's character? Definitely. Dr. Grant, is it? I think? Alan Grant. Alan Grant. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Al. Alan Grant, yeah. Uh, They're moving in herds. They do move in herds. I've gone with, for, for Grant, I've mm. gone with Matt Damon. Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Please tell me you've seen Team America. World yes, Police. Ever. <laughs> Fucking hell, thank God for that. <laughs> It would have been 12. Right, Matt Damon, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I can see that working. Yeah, I've yeah. gone with Michael Fassbender. Oh, Ooh, nice. Out of left field. Nice. Michael Fassbender. Yeah, from um, uh, the films. Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> Magneto, <laughs> Magneto, yeah. Uh, Good shot. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I'm pick, pumping that over Matt Damon, I think. Yeah. Ben can't win it again. If you gone for Dan. So who's who's this character? <laughs> Alan Grant is Sam Neill. Sam Neill. And he's a doctor. He's the archaeologist. Paleontologist. Paleontologist. I put archaeologist. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. 
In Art Ruffalo, yeah. Excellent. Ruffalo. So good, in fact, that I went with Mark Ruffalo. Oh, did you? Oh, yes, really? I did. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I think me and Dan win that one. Well, Who have you got playing as Hulk, then? Lou <laughs> <laughs> uh, Farina. What character are we having next? Are we having well, his counterpart? His, his bitch, His yeah. female counterpart. Ellie Sattler, played by Laura Dern. In the film, right? I've gone for Claire Danes Ooh. because you said Claire Danes last week. Okay. Uh, yeah, definitely blonde so, and forgettable. Yeah, good. I've gone for the that bird from the Hunger Games. Fucking <laughs> I hell! Remember a fucking name, Lawrence uh, Jennifer Lawrence Fishburne. Jennifer Lawrence. No, but yeah, right. Good. Michael Fassbender. That's solid, that. Yeah. Dan? I've gone for, and I don't know if you know her. She's called. Oh, no, I've got the wrong thing. Um, I've gone off it now, I'm sorry. Eva Longoria. Oh, my Ooh, She's yeah. too Ooh. sexy. Yeah. She's well, too those sexy. Those weren't the rules. <laughs> well, you, you need to watch the film. Yeah. yeah. Might as well have Sofia Vergara. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah. I would like her in the film, but I think yeah. it, it Eva Long- it's my film. Who did you say? Eva Longoria. Was she in... Uh, get, yeah, that's the wrong one. I was thinking of the other one. Just going out with... Uh, I can't remember her name now. I went for Hillary's, Hillary's Wank. Hillary's Wank. Hillary Swank is a good shout. Hillary's Wank. Hillary Swank. 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 Can I also say that all the dinosaurs in mine are, are chickens? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're the size of chickens. Do you remember we did that, no, we that in a podcast? Yeah. No, the, the, in, in mine they're all different types of chickens. Do you know, Dan, that a velociraptor was the size of a turkey? No. Is that no. true? No. No. Yeah, it's not it's, true. Is it a turkey? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, they were like yeah. seven foot tall. No. 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 Anyway, uh, what about Ian Malcolm? The Jeff Goldblum character. Right, this this is one I think I've got right. No, yeah. I've, I've got it right wrong. It's no, this opinion. is right. I've gone with Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. A bit funny. Dark hair. Olive mm, skin. <laughs> okay. Huh? I've gone for Adam Driver. Mm. Oh. Right, okay. Yeah. Both have weird faces, if right? He, well, I think Jeff Goldblum was like a rock star this is, scientist, wasn't he? This is Well, yeah. Adam Driver is Darth e- Emo, isn't he? Darth yeah, Emo. Darth Emo, yeah. Darth Emo yeah. in the new films. Right, okay. What about you, Dan? Casey Affleck. Casey Affleck. Ooh. Couldn't get did you just look at the did you just look at the pictures and look for similar looking actors? <coughs> and I also went through people so who I actually think are good actors. Oh right, okay. Casey Affleck, another person who's What's been, he been in? He's been in he? The last one he was in was ugh, Ghost Story, I can remember him being in, which is like an arty film. Manchester by the Sea, we won his Oscar for. Um Goodwill Hunting. Is he not in Marvel? Yeah, he's in Goodwill Hunting. Gone Baby Gone. Gone Baby Gone, yeah. Interstellar. Interstellar, is he? I don't remember him in uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, he's good. He's good. I think he's he's better than Ben. Yeah. The problem with the Ian Malcolm character is um, Jeff Goldblum is so charismatic. Yes. Yeah. And he's getting someone who can live up to it. And I found that you can't really. So Nick you've Cage. gone with Nicholas Cage. So I've gone with <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Robert Downey Jr. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, well, 
Grammy. Yeah, I'm winning that. I'm I judging by re- your reaction. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Would he have his suit of iron armor? <laughs> yeah, I presume so. Yeah, iron dinosaurs. Right, so next in <laughs> my list. There's a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> like Transformers. Who have you got next? Um, let me have a look. <clears throat> I've gone for Hammond next. Richard Attenborough. John yeah. Hammond. I've gone with Morgan Freeman. Ooh, okay. Good shout. Yeah. Yeah. I've Very good. gone for <laughs> Morgan Freeman. <laughs> no. Oh. Larry David. <laughs> oh. He might be able to play straight. <laughs> so who's, who's Hammond? What's his character? Richard uh, Attenborough. The, the, old the, the old guy who runs <coughs> the park. Owns right, runs okay. You've not watched the film, so it doesn't, you know. Well, I went off pictures with this one. Okay. <laughs> Santa Richard Claus. Dawkins. Richard Dawkins? <laughs> oh, right. Whoa, okay. career change. I think it's about time. I think it's just a natural role for him. Cameo? How, how much film time does he have in the... Uh, quite <laughs> a lot in the first one, right? Yeah, he's, he only, he's only in, in the first one, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he died. I think he, he died. Oh, no, they didn't get, he died in real life yeah. before they made the second one, I think. Right. So they no, I don't know. I think that. he's died quite recently. I think he had, deme- he? He had dementia. Oh, right. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Mental. Uh, for the John Hammond role, yeah. I've gone for that actor from Wales, Tony Hopkins. Oh, oh yes, yeah, maybe. Nice. But I think he's too serious, so I think I won that one. Oh, too serious. Yeah, mm. yeah. Right. Who so, did you go for? Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. A bit more levity there and wistfulness. Mm. Yeah. Yours was just nonsense, Dan. <laughs> What Fair about um, the computer programmer, Dennis Nedry? Well, is that where you want me to start Dennis now? That's my last one. Nedry. Ah, ah, ah. You forgot to say the magic word. Ah, ah, ah. I've gone with Melissa McCarthy. Right, yeah. See, I told you. Can she play straight? She doesn't play straight. straight. It's, it's not a straight role. Is it, fuck? Of course it is. He gets yes. eaten. Um, well, no, it's, it's a bit of a comedic thing, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? it is a bit. Yeah. No, I think yes. it's good character acting, that. <laughs> Um, Melissa McCarthy is the one from Ghostbusters, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Bridesmaids, and the all biggest that. one. I think. Yeah, the biggest one. Yes. Well, I don't want to say she's fat. Yeah, she is. Uh, I've gone for Seth Rogen in that role. Good shout. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good as Melissa because McCarthy. of the comedic. All oh, right. Okay. The comedic side. Yeah. Right. You're yeah. playing heavily on the comedic he, side. He also wears glasses. Mm. Why are you done? Chris O'Dowd. All oh, right. Oh, yeah. Have to play it crowd. It crowd like he's, he's not fat though. So. Oh, did he have to be oh, fat? Yeah. Was he, he can... also in Bridesmaids? Yeah, he was. He's yeah. a cop. Yes, he is, cop. isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's in a love interest. Mm-hmm. In the end. Boiler alert. Have we all gone for English people? No, Melissa Carthy's American. Oh, American. And I think uh, he's Irish. Irish. Yeah. Your man. Talking about today as well. I went for Simon Pegg. No. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> Who's the next character? Well, in, if you're doing it in... in Do right, you want kids now? Do the kids. <clears throat> so, Tim, the yeah. boy, the boy. I've gone for the ever youthful Macaulay Culkin. That's he's now. <laughs> That's weird. He's like 35, <laughs> isn't he? And you're not the same age as us. Yeah, like it's the Jason. Uh, the Jason. The Michael <laughs> Jackson, the Jason <laughs> Jackson thing. <laughs> what? He needs What's to work. Uh, forever boy. What about the girl? The girl I've gone for a serious one, uh, 
it's a toss-up between Haley Steinfield. Yeah. If they Google if they Google young actors, young female actors. That's or, dangerous, that. Yeah, no. Or Chloe <laughs> Moretz. <laughs> no. So Haley, no. never heard of Chloe Moretz. No, maybe. No, I don't know. Haley Steinfield. I went for. I went for Topsy and Tim because Hayley I don't see many. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see many child actors. Haley Steinfield was in. Um, a Bumblebee film. Did you not go and watch oh, that? Oh, I did watch that. Oh, right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. She's quite old, though. Yeah, she is. About 17 ish. I've gone for actual about... children. <laughs> <laughs> Topsy and Tim Topsy from, and Tim from, from CBBS. CBBS, yeah. yeah. Good chat. You'll yeah, be right. You'll have no idea unless you've watched that one. No. No. It's just some children. Mm. <laughs> I'll be honest, I didn't do the children. I didn't realise that was. Uh... Well, it was in the oh, message, you, you Ben. Cho- <laughs> in the chosen, coded message that wasn't very clear. The children. <laughs> Stranger things, in amongst people. Samuel L. Jackson. Right, okay. I didn't do the children because I don't know any child actors. I don't know any shit. Oh fuck it! Well, the I young lad from Amazing Spider Man. He's quite young. No, he's not young. Well, yeah, he'd be quite good. He's just Andrew Garfield. <laughs> oh, and maybe the guy from um, <laughs> with the weird eyebrows. What's his name? Pointy uh, eyebrows. He was in the one with Jennifer Aniston, the comedy. He's old. The Millers, well. is he? Yeah. And he was in. That Netflix series where you pick what happens next. Oh, Bandersnatch. Yeah, yeah I can't remember. Is his he name. not young anymore? No. Hmm. Oh, it's another okay. round to me. <clears throat> right. I went for Muldoon. You know who Muldoon is? Clever girl. Clever girl. Played yeah. by Robert yeah, yeah, yeah. Peck, the hunter guy. Yeah. Can I use the bucket. The big game hunter. Oh, yeah. Right, okay. yeah. He's in the bucket. He's like the, uh, the, the the rapture keeper. He's the rapture keeper. Yeah. Not as cool how as can, uh, how long Chris can we keep Pratt. talking for. <laughs> rapture keeper. Can you get past? Yeah. Have right. you gone for Robert Muldoon? I've gone for Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. Didn't hear him then. What did he say? I don't know. Um. Jerry Butler, that's a good shot. Gruff, handsome, cold as shotgun. About the right age. About the right age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I go for that. Did you pick Muldoon, Ben? I did. I picked Mads Mickelson. <laughs> that's ace. No, I think I'd have, that. I think I'd have Mads Mickelson as Muldoon. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a great shout. Hannibal and, yeah. and other things. Wasn't he in uh, Rogue One? He yeah, was. he was. Yeah, he, he, played, dad. yeah he had a big, uh, big part, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and he was uh, the guy in Casino Le Royale. Chiffre. <laughs> Le Chiffre. Le Chiffre. Yeah. There was a toss-up between him and Stellan Skarsgård because I wanted some, and some Scandinavian. Nordic. Which one's Stellan Skarsgård? The older one. Uh, was he in the Thor films? Yeah, yeah, he was, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, but I think he was a bit too old. He, he'd do better yeah. as the other one, not uh, Richard Attenborough. Yeah, not trim enough. No, Stellan Skarsgård no. for Robert Peck. No, yeah, he's, he's kind of gaunt, isn't he? So there's yeah. a bit of that's about well, Mads Mikkelsen fits <laughs> yeah. the bill. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Mm. Oh God, I'm let down with mine down. Who did I? Oh, I went for uh, Benelin Thundersnatch. Oh yeah, yeah. Now that works. Mm. Yeah, too famous. Too famous, mm. yeah. Leading man now, isn't he? You can't Benzie. be. I don't know. I mean, well, I suppose he's an Avenger, isn't he? So, mm. Avenger. I've got three Avengers in my new Jurassic yeah. Park. Mm. I've got Robert Downey Jr. as Malcolm. I've got Ruffalo as Alan Grant, and I've got Doctor Strange as Malado. Yeah. You haven't got a Hunger Gamer though, have you? No, I haven't got a <laughs> Hunger Gamer. Who else is? Oh, Donald Sutherland. 
He's dead now, isn't he? No, he he's still going. No, he's he's still he going. was in trust, wasn't he? That yeah. was a, he's like 80 odd. He could do uh, your man Hammond as well. Yeah. <laughs> too yeah. old, too old. Yeah, Hammond. Bit old for it. Yeah, too old. It's okay to be getting in a helicopter at his age, do you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did you pick Muldoon, the hunter? Um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> too young. Yeah, but yeah. good. Yeah, good. But good. Yeah, you, you shit your whack there again. Sorry. <laughs> Considering he's done it unseen, that's uh, he's not done bad. No, he got the same blooming uh, lead as me. Yeah, it's because you're both stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> right. So left. All we've got left is Gennaro, the lawyer, and <laughs> Arnold, who was Samuel L. Jackson's character. So should we go with Gennaro? Yeah, the lawyer. And I've gone with Stanley Tucci, because he looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, he does. It's the original guy, Manuel Ferraro, or is he a porn star? I think he might be a porn star. <laughs> Miguel Ferro. Yeah, something like that. Miguel Ferrero. Yeah. Yeah. Ferrero with these Did Miguels. you pick the lawyer or not? That might not, you might not be one that I don't even know. No. No. He gets eaten by T-Rex. Yeah, he gets eaten. Now. Quite graphically for a... Yeah. What was the age? Was it a 12? Yeah. Or was it a, yeah? Thir- is it 12 or 13? There That's isn't a 13. It's 12 or is it? 15, isn't it? Didn't that used to be 13? Am I no, making that no. up? I think it was 12. It was oh, right. a green triangle, no? Mm. Uh, this lawyer gets eaten quite graphically with a T-Rex. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sat on the bog. Yeah, <laughs> hiding. On his, uh, with the bog's vanish, it's been trampled. And he's right. sat there on the bog and the T-Rex comes... And you see the T-Rex and him enter his mouth, clamp down at the waist and then pull him up and shake him like a shake shitting dog. Up. Be done Quite for paedophilia now. Pretty graphic, that. Mm. I, uh, for Gennaro, I chose Ian David McShane. <laughs> Love oh, right. Joy. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 He's, he gets like, he's in uh, the new Hellboy film. Is it? Yeah, he is. is he, the, was in, um, the he was in something very similar that... Um, Neil Gaiman series. What the angels American and demons? Gods. Oh, no, American, American Gods. Gods yeah. He's been in Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was, yeah. wasn't he? The Hounds. Love Joy's um, having a, a rebirth to his career. It's ubiquitous. It, no, it's, it was in something called. Um, it was in a, a, a Western TV show, which oh, was Deadwood. His, that was it, and that Deadwood, was his yeah. uh, sort of big break in America. I think it's only a game. Son. <laughs> yeah, they like him over there. They do, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Right. Which character was he? The lawyer. The Gennaro, the lawyer. You haven't picked the lawyer, take it. No. Don, don. no. I've gone for. Oh, I, can't, I can't see it. Robert the Hunter, clever girl. <laughs> that is Nedry. Johnny Hammond. Ian Malcolm. Oh, Luke Wilson. All right, Luke yeah. Wilson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a poor choice again. <laughs> Um, so I think I won that round. And then the that last must be it. Oh, no, one more. And then Arnold, Samuel Jackson. Arnold, yeah. You not pick Samuel Jackson's character? Yeah. I, that's one I specifically said as well. What did he play? The, he was another computer guy, but he was Samuel Jackson. Computer guy. Give me a second. Is it not just on your phone? No, they're on the not. computers and they're doing like C colon backslash. Yeah. Because it's before the internet and stuff. Before well, anyway, proper Windows. Probably. I've got for him. I've gone for Kevin Hart. Is it? A- yeah, yeah. Because he's black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've gone for Justice Smith. Who the hell's that? He was in uh, the Get Down. 
He's in Detective Pikachu. Coming out soon. Is he a <coughs> black actor? He certainly is, yeah. Okay. Young, a young black actor. He's very good. What's he called? Justice, Justice Smith. I've just got written down the black guy in Westworld. <laughs> oh, that? yeah. Um, Who's that? Okay. The, uh, is, is, uh, is, he, is he not a robot? Oswald. What's his name? It's like oh. Oswald. Uh, Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. <laughs> same, same name. It's a character. <laughs> mm. It's meant to be. So, so you must win that one. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold. Uh, yeah, I probably... Oh, what is his name? Oh, I don't know. He's in loads of Bond films as well. Come on, then, have you thoughts from out of your mind, Palace? Yeah, uh, Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. nice. Winner. Winner, yeah. That's yeah. just because Phil fancies her. <laughs> Not just me. Well, I You do as well. Yeah, she's fit. Mm. God. Do you know what the first film I saw her in was? Van Helsing. No. Um, uh, shooting Fish. Ooh. Much Ado About Nothing. The oh. Shakespeare adaptation, written directed by Kenneth Branagh, I think. Kenneth it's got Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. This is like 20, maybe 30 years old now, this film. Right. Kenneth Br- Branagh. <laughs> How old is Kate Beckinsale? Yeah. <laughs> She's 40, like 40, knocking 50. 45? No. Is calculations. She, it's about 45, yeah. Is she? Yeah. Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. It's got, um, who did I say, isn't it? Kenneth Branagh. Branagh. Kenneth Branagh. Denzel Washington. Oof. Keanu Reeves. What? Kate oh, Beckinsale. Uh, Lord, uh, B- blessed. I'm sure Blessed's in there. Yeah. Gordon's alive. alive. <laughs> <laughs> Why have I got this in here? Yeah, you I've got everything that. but. <laughs> well, you've certainly got that. <laughs> <laughs> I've no new ones. You've, you've no room to talk anyway. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that's me. It is oh, you. He was, that? He was in ben. the remake, Ben. Look. What's he doing? Look. He's in he's in <laughs> Jurassic Park Lost World. Oh yeah. Jurassic World. <laughs> yeah. Justice Smith is in the is in Jurassic World, so that's cheating. So you have to pick a new one. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> he's about the right age, so there we go. No, yeah. he's not. <coughs> uh, it's a bit too old. Yeah. What am I laughing at there? I don't... <laughs> no, I'm not. You're not I'm laughing. Not, you're not, not, no, you were doing an impression of someone. Like it. No, I thought you were talking about Brexit. He <laughs> <laughs> wasn't. Like like no, he was, he was laughing and then trying to say something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It gets funnier. Press it again. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Goose, you big stud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Oh, just out of interest, have you seen Top Gun? No. No, for fuck's sake. Don't worry, it's not that good. What oh, film? Shit, I watched it again recently. Everyone's just wet. <laughs> <laughs> and oily. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget the oil bed. What's the premise that two pilots fall in love with each other? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly. Yeah. Is that it? They can't show their love. Yeah, Val Kilmer in there. Uh... And then finally, Iceman goes, I'll be your wingman any day. Wingman any day. Anytime. Uh... Place it's very homoerotic, isn't it? Very. Yes. So it was um, what's the mountain one? Before it's broke time. by. Broke by. Oh, yeah, just not as a bit more subtle than that, and a bit more spitting on the hand. Yeah, a bit a few less tense. I've still not seen Brokeback Mountain. No. I think I've tried to watch it and then have to give up. Why? The disgust. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's a hard watch. Is it hard yeah. to watch? Yes. Yeah, because it's so gay. 
Laughing at his own fucking poor taste gauge. Why is it hard to watch? What's about the subject material? Because it's about uh, two men who are gay but don't Mm. realize it, realize it, have Mm. sex when they're shepherding. They're very poor, so they can't ever escape their lives. They've both got kids with their wives, I think. Or one, no, one might be single and one's got kids and married. And they can never be together. So it's just, you know, quite hard to watch. And I think it's quite long. Unrequited love. Yeah. For the ages. It's Romeo and Juliet. But it's not as bad as, you know, trying to get through Lion. That's what I was going to say. Have you seen Lion? No. What's that? It's about the Indian boy who gets lost. But I think we might... No, have, you haven't seen it. We might no, have no. a different take on that. It's... Being fathers. Oh, definitely. Boys. But still... It's the most emotive film I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Oh, God, by a mile. You've not seen a Lego movie too yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, watch Lion. Really? It's a, it's a fucking experience. Mm-hmm. It's, a fuck, it's like being put through the fucking ringer. Yeah. Worse than Marley and me. Sorry? Is it worse than Marley and yes, me for a dog Yes, it's worse than Marley and me for a dog owner. Oh, was it open Humans weeping. come first. I've watched that. That was shit. <clears throat> that film, by the way. I'm going to Which one? Marley and me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll not remake that next week then. No. Recast it. No. Marley thought of one to recast. No, but definitely watch mm. Lion. It's got Nicole Kidman in. Who's the dad? It's uh, Brian's Bane from Lord of the Rings. What's it called? Oh, I can't remember. It's Everhard. It's like an Australian. Eric actor, Everhard. Isn't he? Both Australian, I think. And the uh, Asian guy from Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, he's the older child. He's the yeah. lion. Yeah, boy. when he's older. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely watch that. There's not many films that have made me cry. I can't think of two. Armageddon gets me. (laughs) (laughs) Is it when Steven Tyler starts singing? I could spin this night. (laughs) Don't say him off. (laughs) Do you know what it is? It's the bit. It's the the lift and when he puts the sticker on, you know, the air pipe and kicks him out. That bit. All right. Oh, so it's, it's it's a man thing. When he, when he sacrifices himself. He kind of takes on the father role, doesn't he, Bruce Willis? What's the one where he's blind and, he says, and he's trying to talk to He wants to him to kids. go back to his daughter and he kicks <laughs> Ben Affleck out. I what? think that's Deep Impact. What's what? the one where he's blind? He gets blinded by something and then he's trying to that's talk deep, to his kids and they're deep, explaining to his Deep Impact, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's quite emotional. Oh, you'll love yeah. Deep If you cry at <laughs> again, you'll love yeah, Deep Yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm, honestly, other stuff I've watched, I think, uh, every time. That's weird. Interesting. Good job it's not recorded me saying Good that. Good job you haven't got... What about The Godfather? When he kills Fred or Godfather no. Part 2? No, that's oh, just that... like tense yeah. thriller action. Oh, it's not know. like to you, Jacob, Do you don't think it's me? emotive? I found no. it emotive. No. Yeah, there aren't many. You can probably count them on two hands, like the, the most emotive films that get a physical reaction out of you. Time Traveller's Wife, I think. I cried at that. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Makes me emotional. My Jenny. But then, like, you know, you reflect on it as an adult and realise that she was probably abusing him. Hmm. Or maybe The Notebook as well. These are like proper chick flicks, Ben. I I watch a lot of chick flicks. Do you? Have you seen Memento? What did we do this last time? No, no. You never seen Memento. No, That's going to be a real. I've never seen the Goonies. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that was on Netflix up until recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. yeah I need to. I need. Fucking hell! So you can watch yeah, Lion good. and Goonies <laughs> over this week. <laughs> I'm, I'm back Memento. to back. It's going to be an interesting weekend. 
Why, what would you like to say about Memento? I've not seen it. I'm just asking. Oh. I hear many good things about it. I gave it like 10 minutes. And it was a bit, mm. It's his first feature film, isn't it? Who? Christopher Nolan. Oh, is that? Right, okay. Yes. 12 Monkeys-esque, is it? No. It's, some, it's kind of weird. It's in two halves, it's... isn't it? So, spoil it. Well, I won't spoil it for you. You have to watch it. All right. Is it worth my time? It's a, a brilliant film, yeah. Right. Depends on how, how much you mats? value your time. <laughs> mm. Is it a five-mat film? It's a five-mat film. <laughs> I, I've never, I don't think I've ever watched it again. It's Guy from Neighbours, isn't it? Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce Neighbours. What was his name on Neighbours? Ryan Neighbours. No. <laughs> that it was Scott and Charlene. Bruce. <laughs> Scott and Charlene was Kylie Minogue and Jason Donovan. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then there was the two brunettes. Bouncer. Bouncer was the dog. <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Mangle. Yeah. Joe Mangle. Joe Mangle. Joe Mangle. <laughs> great character. Great actor. I'm going to recast him in a, in a Hollywood <laughs> film <laughs> imminently yes. in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Joe Mangle. <laughs> Joe Mangle. Um, Lassiter's. Oh, what's uh, the name? Of the guy who won Lassiter's. Michael? No. Uh, Mike. Yeah, he, he was. He was living with two twins. I want to say Mike Baldwin. Fuck. <laughs> 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 Not joining in, Dan. <laughs> you never watch. You want to watch Neighbours? No, no. In the 80s. It's probably always been on Channel Five. Uh, half yeah. five. Half oh, five. It, on it used BBC. to be BBC One. Really? Half past five. Yeah, BBC I remember one. Channel 5. I remember Channel Blue 5. Peter, then Neighbours, then yeah. 6 o'clock news. Yeah. And then Star Trek The Next Generation. Yes. On BBC R6. 1? That was BBC 2. Yes. Now. Was it? Yeah, because yeah, you, yeah, you turned over, over yeah, for the fucking news, didn't you? Yeah. Obviously, as a child. I remember or, Simpsons or being on at 6. Yes. On BBC yeah. 2. Then it went to Channel 4. Yeah. I remember that changeover. Yeah. TV used to be better. It yeah. did. Fresh Prince of Bel Air and then Star Trek. But it's Fresh Prince of Bel Air, then Star Trek after, I think. Was it? I don't I think, think it was that late. I think Star Trek was. No, it oh, was. Oh, yeah, maybe Star Trek was half six. Because it was. It used to finish at a funny time because it was 45 minutes. Because right. mm. it didn't put the adverts in. That's right. One was Games Master on. Channel 4. Half six. Mm, could be. I half think six. that one moved across the schedule every mm-hmm. season. Yeah, yeah. It would have been quarter to seven one season and then seven o'clock and then half yeah, six yeah. and then whatever. This is where, when we had video consoles like Mega Drives and SNESes, mm. and there was a program on, which you won't remember, called Games Master. Oh, you've never <coughs> heard of Games Master? No, of course he hasn't. Uh, uh, Dominic Diamond. It was hosted by Dominic Diamond and Patrick Moore, you know, the astronomer from Sky at Night. Mm. He was the Games Master. <laughs> right. And it was all about cheat codes. Yeah. For, for consoles well, you, do, you could do right. challenges as well, well to win a golden yeah. joystick there was a right. challenge section there was Reviews. a review section and at the end was a cheat code section where you, where it would say if mm. you want to unlock unlock um, Sub-Zero on Mortal mm. Kombat 2 at the title screen press up down left right A mm. B start yeah and mm. you go to get the, to Patrick Moore to ask him questions like yeah that was it had to get past oh yeah that's an interesting question. Yeah. How, do, like, how do I get Whisper of the Worm on Destiny 2? <laughs> yeah, Destiny 2 now, yeah. you're like, sit back, <laughs> write this down. Games Master, I'm stuck in the four-horned gulch <laughs> and I'm yeah. trying to unlock fucking Ace of Spades. Well, that's an interesting question, Philip. Yeah, it would. <laughs> now you just look on YouTube, so don't you? Yeah. 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 Magazines, you I remember. Get, I was just about to say, yeah. Sega Magazine, it would have a cheat code section. I have books of <laughs> games with cheat codes in, like Mega Drive games, and you go through it and be like, oh, Sonic 3, this is the code for, you know, getting Supersonic or whatever, level select. I've I just realised what I think was probably the first time I ever used the internet. 
I think that possibly the. Do you first want to say this on the podcast? <laughs> I used the internet was to find the fatality codes for Mortal Kombat oh. Two. Yeah. At home or yeah, school. Well, we didn't have it in school. We did. I remember there was one. <laughs> there was one computer in the computer lab. <laughs> <level laughs> Dial-up connection. Yeah. 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 No, I think that might be the first thing. Because when you f- when it's at Mortal Kombat, when you win the round, win the match, he goes, finish it. Finish him! Mm-hmm. Get over here! Uh, yeah. Scopes. That would be a fatality. Hmm? Do you remember that? No, but I do know the noise is. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Perfect! I know that. Yeah. Wow. Just going back to what you said about magazines having cheat codes in, I remember CDs having song lyrics in. Oh, yeah. Didn't that have them anymore? Do you, huh? no. Did I have sleeve notes? Did you know? Somebody's CDs. Sleeve notes, that's been yeah. CD. yeah, well, you don't have CDs now. Well, no, yeah. But you used to have some March one, two, three. Well, they used to have cassettes the, like now. And now you've got. And you don't put it up and it Yeah, yeah. And then a few pictures in between and a band. Evanescence's official soundtrack on tape. I was in the garage uh, working on Dad's bike before I came here, and he's got Das Boot on cassette. <laughs> 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 Said that that must be the only surviving copy of <laughs> Das Boots on cassette tape. Yeah. There'll be a million bat out of hell twos. Oh yeah, because everyone had that on cassette. Das Boot. <laughs> das Boot. Fucking hell. On cassette. Yeah, it's like a radio drama dramatization. Oh right, okay. Fun. <laughs> I was thinking because there's a film, isn't there? A German film. Yeah, yeah, that's. But that's it was same. a TV show that was like ten hours long or something. Yeah, yeah. But then they cut it down to a film, didn't they? Yeah, this must be and cassette one of twenty five <laughs> or something. Fuck <laughs> me! That uh, Channel Four program is it called Munich Munich eighty four Berlin eighty four? Oh, I know what you Deutschland mean. Deutschland eighty four. Deutschland eighty four. <laughs> it's coming back. It's back in it for Deutschland eighty five. Yeah. I don't know. I never watched it. It's really good. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was really it. high quality TV shit. BBC yeah. Channel Four. Channel Four. It wasn't. It was some. It was one of those. It things. was made by like a Scan, uh, yeah. German company or yeah. a Scandinavian country, and They're then banging yeah. out some stuff from Scandinavian countries. Yeah, Netflix is full of it, and not all. Scandinoir. It's become fashionable. That's yeah. why, yeah. hasn't it? Mm-hmm. But the consistent from the Nordic noir. Well, there was something I tried to watch um, on Netflix about some kind of nuclear plant, a science plant, and like people were being abducted or disappearing or something. But then I, I couldn't get through it because they were speaking foreign. Yeah, it's subtitled, is it? Yeah, the criminal ones are really good. There was one I watched about um, a mentis, pre mentis. She's a serial killer. Um, Are you and serial killers, Dan? I know. Fascinating, (laughs) though, aren't they? Well, that's um, topical, isn't it? (laughs) Is it with what's happened this week in Christchurch? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that's a (sighs) terrorist attack. Oh, yeah, just a bit. And what's unique about that's it a, is that's that he, a mass murderer. he live-streamed it. All oh, right, yeah. so there's a, there is a difference the, the between three, mass murder and you're, serial you're killer. A, you're a spree killer, a serial killer, or oh. a mass murderer. What's go. the difference between mass murder and spree killer? What's the number? Nothing. Well, a mass murderer, you... I think the distinction was you kill a lot of people at once and you normally take your own life at the end of it. Oh, right. Whereas a spree killer kills... In twos and threes, but the whole point was. Oh, so it's twos and threes is classed as a spree. Think, well, think, a spree is like you, you're moving from location to location. Yeah. Whereas like, mass murder is is the guy in yeah. Vegas shooting down at the mm-hmm. crowd. That's a mass murderer. The spree killing is like a kind of thing that's off the cuff, is it not as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like where you crack. Yeah. And then you kill like two or three people. And think, Michael Douglas in falling yeah, down, basically. Yeah. 
Have yeah. you seen Falling Down? No. <gasps> That's a great film. Is yeah. it not? Yes. Is that four and a half? Four and a half, yeah. Not quite five. Not quite five. Michael Douglas four and is and best. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so that's the difference between a spree. Well, how did you get onto Killers? Oh, serial killers. Dan loves serial killers. Oh, it's a film. And yeah, it's called it's called The Mantis, and, and it's a woman who is in prison for she was a serial killer. She killed five people and and hung them up in in a praying mantis stance, oh killed them up, and then a copycat starts. Is this a true story? Or no, 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 fiction. No, no, but it's just a bloody great story. Bloody great. Um, five out of five. Um, and then there's a a copycat killer. Killing them in the same exact style. Oh my word! So the, the 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 original killer is locked up and in prison, and then the police are shitting it, going, "Oh God, we need to speak to the the original. Like, what's going on? Who, who is this? Who's doing it?" And as it sort of unfolds, even though she's kept in category A, no visitors, no anything, she's in some way communicating. Yeah, fuck, and hell. it becomes like. <laughs> Um, and it just becomes really, really good, and it's really well done and well acted. Is it? Well, what was that on Netflix? The Mantis, it's called. On Netflix, hundred percent. Watch it. It's on, really good. On Netflix. On Netflix. Okay. <laughs> good. Right. I'll try. It. It's just sometimes I'm a bit tired in the evening, and I can't. Well, be it's understandable. You work hard. I don't, but you know, work smart, not hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, work smart, not hard. Do you read much, Matt? During the week, no. I think most of my spare time has been sucked up by destiny. Yeah. Recently. Instant gratification. Isn't yeah, it, and it's the addiction. It's the addiction's biting hard again now. I went off <coughs> it for like a couple of days, and then I've got back into it again. I think it's because I feel like I'm getting somewhere again mm. with it. Because like the Escapism. gambit things opened up another, escaping my family life. Yeah. Dan. <laughs> Reading is um, harder in some ways. Yes. Because it takes longer to get the payoff. Mm, and it's more introspective and things. It's I more... think it's that. And it's it can be quite tiring, reading. I think that's a good thing, though, in the evenings, to get you ready for bed. I can just fall asleep. Right. Anyway. Well, for me, who's, who I struggle to get to sleep sometimes, mm. reading ties your eyes out. And you yes. Your eyes yeah. I'm frustrated of how little I take in, in general. Yeah. And I've well, noticed it more now, and I'm probably hypersensitive to it. But it's just been around people that at, at work, and you know, like the people that seem to have really sort of absorbed lots of psychology stuff. So I've tried my hardest to keep up in some format. And I mean, the other day I was watching when I went back and I started playing the Alex Jones stuff, trying to carry on from where I was. I didn't realise I was about an hour behind and it felt like a new conversation and I was so frustrated with myself that I hadn't taken mm. that in and it's the same with books when I'm reading I'll leave marks to come back to stuff I find interesting and when I come back and reread it I'm like I did not take that in the first time that's a good time. idea that leaving really marks I'm going gonna, gonna, to um, implement that I've got this little ne- neural it's something that's book. non-destructive and that can be removed like pegs <laughs> it's like yeah. a peg close yeah, peg little, peg your book. Uh, little neon post it yeah, that's what people do, mm. don't they? But what I've done, I've started writing down, because st- it's like neuroscience and stuff like that, I write down what I found interesting. So I, I do keep it as some record, but it bugs me out when I read it, I cannot take it in for what it is the you're first time. You're not unique, though. Do you know what it's you're supposed to do? for we so frustrating. Do you know what you're, you're supposed to do if you want to remember something? Mm. There's a psychology um, research. Make about. a rhyme. 
to remember, remember well, no, the fifth of November. That's another thing. Something about songs. Columbus sailed the ocean. Fourteen ninety two. Columbus sailed the ocean blue. Fourteen ninety two. Columbus. Yeah. Mech and mnemonic. Yeah. Isn't that where it's done it? Richard yes, that's York one way of doing gave it. battle in vain. But there is an the element of, of you that just wants to go to bed. And there's what? There's an element of you that's reading and then just wants to go to sleep after it. Which oh, doesn't help. Fucking, I'm a, like an addict. Just any spur. Minute. Want to read? Yeah, love it. It is hard to get it in. This it's, is why I like podcasts uh, so much. Harder. Yeah, well, I like audiobooks as well. Mm, audio I've really not tried that. Get Audible. Mm. It's good. Yeah, it's good. And the amount you consume, you'll end up pausing it. You'll end up pa- Well, it depends what you like to read, but... Yeah. I end up pausing my contracts, otherwise I end up getting... I'm, I'm, I've got like f- 50 books left to read in my yeah. catalogue. And I'm never going to get through them because I'm stuck on History of Rome podcast. Oh, they're all like 18 hours long as well. But it depends because I get these, the, the course, what they call the courses. The Great Courses or something. So you can find like a course on Alexander the Great and it's like 20 hour and a half lectures on Alexander the Great. It's brilliant. Nice. On anything you can think of. Any subject you want. It's uh, I have, really I'm, useful. Well, like you say, with my podcast now, I've got so many to <laughs> listen to that I've got downloaded episodes, and it is so frustrating just to be so behind all the time with with myself. I'm only competing with me, but that's I'm still getting only, on my own back about that's it. That's the only um, competitor you've got. <clears throat> Making yourself a bit better every day. That's the way I look Never at it. Never win, though. Well, winning's not the idea. <laughs> you know, reject the bread of shame. The thing is, is though, that you're never going to remember an entire book or everything you found interesting in a book. Mm. You probably, you probably do remember two Certain or three. Bits. Yeah, two like or that, three. The key, bread of shame. The two from or three the, key from points. From the Kabbalah. Hmm. So. Are you familiar with the Kabbalah? No, nobody no. is. <laughs> Madonna. Madonna is familiar. Madonna with and Ritchie, Yeah, it's quite a trendy religion. Isn't it's it? like um, it's Jewish mysticism. It's ancient Jew. It's more it's of a, a tree, th- isn't it? The, the tree. Are you talking about uh, the ten curtains? No, that's another beef curtain. <laughs> <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> You're talking about the ten curtains of of, of uh, reality there, the ten dimensions. Right. Kabbalah. Uh, you could argue the Kabbalah predicted the Big Bang and string theory. Predicted, yeah, yeah. the dawn of existence. Yeah. I mean, the way they describe the start of of the universe is similar to the way the Big Bang's described. The way they describe reality is similar to the way string theorists do. String theory relies on ten dimensions, and the Kabbalah states that there are ten dimensions. There are four that we can see, and then there are six behind the curtain that we can't see. Psychedelics. Without the use of psychedelics. This Have is you ever done DMC any psychedelics? Mm, we're anonymous, aren't we? So, yeah. <laughs> I did truffles in, in Amsterdam. Truffles? Mm. Like Cadbury's. Do you mean mushrooms? <laughs> no, it's it's no it's truffles. Magic truffles. <laughs> no, no. Magic truffles. I, I assure you it was truffles, but it's it has a similar effect. In Amsterdam. Yeah. Right. So it's in you know the psychedelic shops. It's like um it's my first time trying anything, so I went in as as Green. amateur hour as you can. I'm a virgin, look after me. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, I'm going to wake up in a bathtub full of ice with your just, kidneys removed. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to eat my face or like. <laughs> Who did you go to Amsterdam with? Was it a lads, lads, lads? Or, uh, <laughs> no, I'm just. Girls, lads, girls, get girl. yeah. Girls, girls, me girls. girls. <laughs> All no, right. Who did you go oh with? Oh my. <laughs> Two mates. So it was a lads, lads, lads. Yeah. 
Lad, lad, lad. Not lad, lad, lad. Give me 50 quid. I want so a shag. How was your experience then? Um, That was These were edible, I presume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not suppository. No, no. It was it was really eye-opening. And it's just giving me the bug to want to do it again, but I'm just not, never in a position to do that. No, but what happened, though? Well, what happened on, when you took what them? Happened. So, I was fortunately very aware of what might happen, so I, I wanted to, to write stuff down that came in my head. Why you were doing right. it? Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> is this, so, is don't this, be embarrassed. It's not even that, it's just... Cringe. You look like you're going to cringe. Yeah, God. Don't put your hand out your pants, that makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, <laughs> that's where it hurts. So, like, the low-level stuff you can see, um, it was just curtains moving. When I look, And then when I went behind, we, we had no window, so there was no draft. So if I was to stare at the, cur- the foley curtains, I would feel like they were... Movement. Like right, a, okay. a, so low-level... But the guy said, you'll get low-level stuff visually because that's what i went for and i went for the more um the stuff that makes you laugh more so we were obviously in tears throughout the experience and my mates were telling me what you'll do you'll go through the feeling of of the euphoria bit and then you come out of it and you think that's it and then you drop back into it so you go through it and that was the end of the could... drive home <laughs> <laughs> so so what we did to make sure it, it went well i made sure we had i said we're staying in i'm not going out first time doing this there's no way i'm leaving the house vitamin good move I yeah. said, I, I want water. Kiwi fruit. Toilet. So bring you out. Is that true? V- high vitamin C. Right, okay. So I just had like sugar. I just wanted some form of food. I'm not an expert. <laughs> I wanted some form of food. Um, water, just all the basic stuff so I can enjoy it and not be anxious all the way through it. So, yeah. So I, I was writing stuff down that was popping in my head. <laughs> and I remember thinking... Yeah, I'm surprised you were able to write. It wasn't that overpowering, but I just remember thinking, like, I really understood everything, and I really understood who I was with was as with. people, like, I mean... We the aliens? Did... No, 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 my mates. <laughs> <laughs> just my mates, like, I really got them, like, for the first time, and I like, really right. understood them. Right. Um, Has that stayed with you as a yeah. connection? Um, no, we at the time, we were, like, so, I get you. I really yeah. like, but that's not. We're still still friends, but yeah. it's, it's it was like friendship minus all the bullshit of like, oh, we're on holiday. We're a bit nervous. We're on holiday. Yeah, you know, yeah. we're not that close, but we're away with it. You know what I mean? Minus all that, it was just two people in a room that were just getting on, right. and it was just nice. So I remember I wrote down. Do you know right? Do you know if you were to say a word that you wouldn't normally use, yeah. so a a posh word, yeah, and you would then. Put, make the accent of the of the word. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Does that make sense? One yeah. is not amused. So if you was yeah, I use a word that you wouldn't normally use. You would then attribute an accent or tone of voice that that would be more suited for that word. Mm. So I just went off on that thought of why on earth that we feel we have to do that even just to select a word. <laughs> That we don't normally use. Why do we have to put a, the the posher voice with it? And that just stuck you with me. Fucking stone it. <laughs> <laughs> it's down a I also, hole, I, I did, I did, and I also wrote that I need to look after my hands more <laughs> <laughs> because I remember during the time looking at him and thinking, I just don't take care of my hands and they're so useful. <laughs> so I wrote in my phone, look after your hands more. And in the morning, I look back and I completely remember it. And I remember yeah. thinking, I remember thinking, I had a point, but I don't feel that way anymore. This is the thing, isn't it? This is, <laughs> I've heard it gives you this clarity, very sure. Yeah, no, I was. 
So the, it, it, do you not just think it just takes away self-doubt, wherever that comes from, that kind yeah, of emotion? Yeah, but it just like all the shit you don't need was out the way, <laughs> and it just things just made more sense. Do you know what I and think? Maybe now, happens. What? You open our the reali- doors of perception. Our reality, we our brain is is um, siphoning. It's phys- It's uh, sieving. The reality. It's down. an ante- antenna tuned to only a, ce- a certain set of frequencies. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? I won't go in that far. Okay. No, I like <laughs> that. I like that. I like that. We'll come to that about um, consciousness, mm. if you like. But our brain is bombarded with information, and the brain has to sift through that information and present the conscious brain with options that are practicable and understandable. Yeah. And then when you take a psychedelic, that sieve is just removed and you just get bombarded with everything that you can't, your brain can't normally, doesn't normally process and, and mm. give to you. Do you think something similar happens in a severe psychiatric breakdown? So you could be. You just, your filter goes and you just can't make any sense of, of the shit coming in. Possible. Who because knows? there's talk of treating that psych, kind of psychosis yeah. with. Yeah, with psychedelics. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. MDMA. From what I read in the popular MDMA media. is being trialed, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? No, MDMA, DMT, PTSD. So lots of things have been trialed. LSD. is coming oh, back cool, for yeah. processing yeah. trauma as well. Mm-hmm. So for PTSD. Yeah. PTSD specifically, I think. Yeah. What is it? CBD, marijuana in Canada. They've seen a lot of progress with that. <coughs> um, for p- treating people with trauma and helping them process mm-hmm. whatever whatever they're stuck on. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think if I had more visual stuff, it would have been more of a, an experience. But mine was, mine was just completely positive. And the fact that I wrote stuff down, because I thought if I'm going to have a really deep thought, I want to I want to write it down. Looking back on it, it still made sense. It wasn't like complete nonsense. Jibberish, yeah. I had some something going on there, but then we, we, we came out of it and then the conversations would change and it was really hard to keep up. But it was so enjoyable. Sounds to me like you need to go back and take a higher dose. No, I do. I do. I do. I'm, I'm <laughs> no? Defi- no, I do. I totally agree. And I would. And I'd up it now and I'd feel more confident. And that's the main thing, isn't it, about your tripping? Is where is your confidence at? I think it depends what your purpose is as well. Yeah. We're going into the experience. It yeah. dictates to a degree what the experience will be. Yeah, I agree with like that. The last time I did them was at a house party after a gig. Are we not and leathered as well? Yeah. yeah. Not just yeah. want to get off your tits and that was mm. the direction. It was just about having fun. Yeah. And we took these mushrooms and the owner of the property <laughs> presented a book and it was a Salvador Dali book oh, with all the God, like clocks weird. dripping off tree branches oh, and, and stuff like that. And uh, that's just set me off. And so there's yeah. a bit of giggling. I remember good. looking, because the instruments were out. <laughs> a Har- Do you know Harvey? Harvey Bainbridge? Uh, from from Hawkwind, yeah. yeah. He was sat on the chair next to me and I remember looking at him. Name drop. He's got like mad grey hair. Yeah, and his hair almost turned into the ears of an owl, and, wow, then, he, and then he turned shit. into an owl. And I remember looking away because it was funny, and looking at the wallpaper and the wallpaper pattern just dripping off the walls. Like, no, that everyone says that about wallpaper and weird carpet pans and mm. stuff. See, I'm wondering if I've heard that, and then my brain well, has chosen to produce that because it sounds similar to what you saw in the book, doesn't it? Yeah, the, yeah. the, the clock dripping off the tree. What do you? Yeah, it's what a bit kind like of a, fish? The book is like a catalyst. Well, it's giving you the idea, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's planting the seed. Mm. 
Would you think a blind person would experience visuals? Well, this is the thing that's like blind from birth. Well, this is blind from birth. Yeah. What do you think a blind person sees? Because they don't see black. Don't see anything. Exactly. Think about that for a moment. Get your head around that. Thinking about what dreams. It's not like you're just closing your eyes. No, because you have your experience, Sean. So what does a, a, a black, from birth, this, totally blind... What do you mean they don't see black? They don't see anything. This reminds me of yeah, two things. Yeah, but you don't... What you said you about... can't get your head around it, can you? Because I can't. You don't see anything, so you can't see black. You don't, like, there's nothing... Yeah, but it would be the equivalent of nothing. But what is nothing? Well, just nothing. Yeah, no, but you, you don't see black. You yeah, but I don't... Con- if I close my eyes, I don't consider... The fact I can see black is me seeing. Mm, well, it is. If you if you close if you close your eyes and someone shines a light, yeah, then you that can see it. Yeah, but yeah, then I, something. I, I don't think a blind person from would birth even, would, would no. you, that would yeah, not yeah. trigger. There's yeah. no. So surely difference. it would just be permanently black. Well, no, there'd be no because there's no sight. It's like if you removed your eyes and optic nerve. Yeah, yeah. There's no. You're right, but there's no there's no alternative to yeah. black that we can we yeah. can perceive. It's like they, they see something other. Have you heard? They don't of, see anything. Um, That's the thing, isn't it? Well, yeah. This brings to mind Plato's cave allegory. Of course, it does. <laughs> Are you, fam- <laughs> you familiar with Plato's oh, cave? Plato's allegory. cave no, allegory. Plato cave. Kato's not Kato. It's, uh, that's Roman. I'm mixing my Romans and that's, the uh, Greeks. Pink Panther, isn't it? No, Kato is um, Kato the elder, the one who it finished. Pink Panther, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. A senator in Rome, and he finished every speech in the Senate with, and furthermore, Carthage must be destroyed. Oh, they had to get it in. Sack it off. Uh, Plato's cave, cave allegory is as follows. This is the abridged and butchered version. Eavesdroppers. The Amish Inquisition. Imagine a group of prisoners right. who were captured at birth. How many prisoners? Flesh Three. it out for us. Three. Three, Three prisoners. Captured. What were their crimes? Captured at they birth. They were captured at birth. Slaves. Right, okay. Criminals is the wrong word. Slaves. slaves. Let's call them slaves. Slaves. Captured at birth and they were taken underground into a, a cave mm. and they were chained up mm-hmm. facing a stone wall. They were chained in a way where their necks couldn't move and they couldn't turn their head. They were just facing the stone wall. Mm-hmm. In the cave, behind them at a distance, is a, a fire. The fire um, cast a shadow on the wall and the uh, people guarding them do like puppet shows in front of the f- fire for the prisoners staring at the wall. They have no, as far as they're concerned, the shadows are, are reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happens is one of the prisoners is released and they take him take him up and they take him to the outside world. He can't make sense of it. No. It takes a while for his eyes to adjust. He immediately looks for the shadows and he sees the shadows and someone has to say, no, 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 this is a tree. That is just the shadow of the tree. Mm-hmm. And eventually he learns to look at the shadows, recognise objects. He learns to look at his reflection in the water. And eventually his eyes are just enough where he can look at the sun and see that that is the source of his shadow puppet world. So he goes back down into the cave and says to the prisoners, there's a whole other world out there. These shadows are are absolutely nothing. You don't understand. 
Those shadows uh, aren't real. The real words out there. And would they believe him? No. Of course they wouldn't. Probably call him a conspiracy theorist. Have I? Everything's about perception. What is science? It's a methodology, isn't it? Hmm. It's a method of you come up with a hypothesis and then you test it through experimentation and measurement. Well, what's measurement? It's the way we use our senses to measure things. Our sight, our originally, or, or our ears. And then eventually with technology, we, we develop tools like microscopes, yeah. telescopes, microphones, spectrometers. And we're able to accentuate our original senses. But that's all we, we're, we're able to rely on. And we're a primitive species evolved on a planet to, for this, these five senses. Maybe there are things that we can't sense that are out there. And that is evades our scientific endeavours. I'm sure there are. And maybe well, one is another dimension well, where, the, where the DMT aliens are. <laughs> <laughs> well, one, one that definitely exists is like sharks. Yeah. And they have those electrical senses. Sonar. Well, yeah, with... Uh, Sonar. Whales. Don't, uh, whales and dolphins. dolphins. Yeah. Whales and dolphins. I, think, I don't even think that's the question anymore. If there's stuff we can't, is there more than what we can sense? I think. Mm. I think that's. We can well account for three percent of all matter and energy in the universe. Three mm. percent. The other ninety-seven percent we don't care about. We, well, we have no concept of. We can't explain it. Mm. I think we're cleverer than we are, and I think it's healthy to keep an open mind about subjects that are maybe a little bit esoteric or spiritual or a bit woo. Hmm. That makes life interesting as well. Fucking definitely does. Bit of mystery. Definitely does. And, and that's the one thing Alex Jones did. I, I got, I've not been into conspiracy theories for a long time. I, found, I went through it all. <laughs> came out of it. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. No, but it's nice. Open, open a tin of wormholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to think like that again and just find everything amazing again and, and think, Jesus, it's so much bigger than what yeah. we can see. And it's just nice to think like that again. Yeah, don't let the man keep you down. <laughs> is it really bread of shame? Is it really six hours long? Yeah, no. maybe four, four or six. I think it's in the fives. I've got, a, I've got a good analogy for the bread of shame. From the Tell Kabbalah. us what the bread of shame are oh, from the Kabbalah. Yeah. From the Kabbalah, imagine a, a baseball game, a little league baseball game. I'm there. Um, little Swing Johnny for the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> little Johnny's um, a pitcher, and he hasn't started a game yet. He's, one of, he's probably the youngest in team. And then uh, the coach says to him, Johnny, you're going to pitch the next game Ooh. on Sunday. Uh, and he goes, fucking hell, in his trepidation, his heart beat quicks up, and he thinks, fucking hell, he's excited. So he turns up on the Sunday, and they turn up for the game, and they play the game, and he pitches a perfect game. He breaks the record for strikeouts. All his teammates come running over, they put him on his... On, his sh the, the shoulders he looks over and sees his mum and dad in the crowd and you can see the pride filling their eyes can you imagine that feeling yeah how that boy feels pretty pretty good that's <laughs> that's called the light right okay right? in Kabbalah the lights Being what happens good. is um he subsequently finds out that the uh, coaches had had a chin wag and they'd spoken to the teams and they'd rig the match. Ah, bastards. Because it was his birthday. Poor Johnny. And he finds this out. Can you imagine how he feels now? 
anger. That's bread Hatred. of shame. That's bread of shame. The dark side. Mm. That's, that's like the bread the, of shame. That's like the fundamental principle of the. Well, it's not. But I it's bet you any money. So instead of having light and dark, like Kabbalah has chosen light and bread. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the bread of shame. The bread. Of, oh, is there a different type shame. of shame? Or shame. It goes back Is there to, a, a pitter of glory? <laughs> it goes back to giving um, bread to a, a vagrant, right. to a beggar. The beggar accepts that bread, but it's bread of shame because he eats it and goes, he, he, uh, gotta he, eat this. he's received it through charity. He hasn't earned ah, it himself, mm-hmm. despite his circumstances. I so bet you anyone here, the Germans have a name for that emotion. Schadenfreude. That's the only one I know. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Um, that's shameful joy, isn't it? Yes, I like know. laughing at someone's misfortune. Yeah. Honestly, I think you would enjoy the koala. It sounds <laughs> it's, interesting. It's I mean, really I like bread. I think one thing I noticed when I was reading this last book, about halfway through, I thought it's a mix between philosophy and self-help. And mm-hmm. I thought a lot of it was ringing with what Jordan Peterson is saying. I thought, yeah, if it, someone who's enjoyed Twelve Rules for Life, they will enjoy this. The sort of ethos and the overall mm. philosophy is quite similar. There are echoes between them. I mm. think you should check it out, Dan. I mm. think you'd like the Kabbalah. <laughs> it's not done any harm to Madge and Richie, has it? No, no they were quite successful Guy before Richie. the Kabbalah, though. Well, before <laughs> they started reading it, I should say. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Kabbalah. Mm. Okay. Mm. okay. Well, you can borrow it. I've, I've eaten this book. Yeah. So, um... <laughs> Not literally, <laughs> not literally, but you can borrow it if you want. I'll bring it next week. The bread of book. The bread of mm. shame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring it next week. I'll, uh, I'll digest a few chapters. <laughs> <laughs> I got my seeded batch today from Aldi. Ugh. Why? I don't like, I'm trying to stay off white bread. All right, okay. So if I I'm gonna... You, I thought you weren't eating bread at all. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, but if I'm gonna, mm-hmm. if I'm gonna eat bread, I have... Brown wholemeal bread, mm-hmm. and I freeze it. Mm. Oh yeah, because of this. I changed the brown, and I saw a, such a difference in, in such your a stools. short time. Not, Have you? Not even that. No. Well, I've, how much I've, bread are you eating to notice a change? No, I tell you what, I did it when I used to work in in Asda, on retail. I used to have jam bread in the morning, jam toast, white oh. bread. Right, yeah. nine o'clock I'd start, and I'd be up, and I'd come crashing down about half ten, starving. Starving. Right. Starving, moody, everything. Changed the brown bread, went all the way till 12, full, mood was fine. And then that, yeah. was it. that was me done. I did it. It was a three-day three test, see what it does. Noticed <laughs> it straight away. Went, right, that's it. No, never again white bread. That's mm. quite amazing to uh, notice a difference in a couple of days. Day, Literally days. Well, it's wow. just blood sugar, isn't it? There's no reason it would take longer. I didn't think there was that much of a difference between brown and white bread, you see. Yeah, well, it's it's... Fast releasing sugars and, yeah. and slow like br- like brown rice and things like that. Brown slow rice releasing, is better than white rice. Yeah, slow releasing mm. energy, and it uh, it shouldn't take day, weeks for it to be a different. You should know it straight away. All these carbs just turn to glucose. Yeah, yeah. which is what your body craves. Is it not fastest, most efficient fuel? Complex mm-hmm. carbs are, are slow release. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's when people say carbs are bad. They they kind of important there's, there's <laughs> carbs and carbs well you don't need them we could just have quick sugar hits every mm. but the sugar three is carbs to six hours mm-hmm. carbohydrate breaks down into, into glucose. sugar glucose yeah but sugar is a carbohydrate sugar is a carbohydrate yeah. 
Yeah. So you can't avoid them completely. But some are better than the sort of green. There's a lot of green vegetables that are high in carbohydrate, mm-hmm. but you get a payoff in other things. Mm. Minerals. Whereas rice, pasta, potatoes are pretty much empty carbohydrates. Yeah, but delicious. And stuff. Potatoes aren't delicious unless mm. they're roasted in goose fat. Yeah, no, I like a jacket potato. <laughs> <laughs> cheese and beans. Yeah, jacket potato. No, jacket potato. Nah, fuck that. Don't, don't taste about potato to me. It does. It has no taste. It does taste. It's taste well. neutral. We've had this <laughs> argument before. It does taste. It only tastes when you put butter on it. No, it doesn't. Mm, it I doesn't. see your point. Actually. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't just have a, a jacket potato on its own. I just I, no. I, I quite, it doesn't taste of anything, does I it? Quite but I wouldn't have beans have on the right one. No. Exactly. You'd have a dry jacket potato? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, bonkers. I wouldn't. But, you know, I just wanted to let Phil be right. <laughs> 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 they do taste. They do, <laughs> they do taste. Of there is a taste of something. There is a taste potato of something. Potato skins taste nice, I think. They're earthy. Jackie potato skins. You You're supposed to wash them. <laughs> <laughs> the soil. Nah, you leave that on. Got good soil on now. It's rather good antibiotics are these yeah. days. And uh, I could definitely tennis. remove potatoes from my diet. I think. I think I'm. I would. I won't miss them. Chips. All Sacrilege. Chips, chips but. It's only because they're fried in the in the oil. Yeah, that well, makes could you could you, could you remove them from your diet? And the salt, yeah. I don't think chips are. That we hard. only have chips for convenience mm. because we've got in late and we need a quick 30, uh, 20 minute tea, mm. twenty minutes and top of oven mm. for Aldi's fries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> it's it quite like limp. sponsor us, Aldi. Limp. No, 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 forty <laughs> minutes for still, some oven chips. You want to still get crispy? Crispy. No, they get. Cri- What's yeah. that? Sorry. 40 minutes for oven chips. No, I just... 40? Yeah. No, with the yeah. fries, though, they're slimmer. They oh, don't oh, take oh, as long. Okay. I make wedges. Oh, God. Wedges, yeah. One of them. In oil and seasoning, obviously. My own. Not what, frozen. You, you roast them? Oh, they're, in the they're, they're roasted, in yeah, the technically. Yeah, That's oven. roast potatoes. No, they're wedges. Right. But, roast yeah, but what's potatoes. The, the roast potatoes are what, what cutting quarters? Mm, yeah. Depends on the size of potato, don't it? It's wedges, so. and they're seasoned differently. And it's they're not they're rubbed in oil. What's the season? Seasoning. It's all-purpose seasoning. Paprika <laughs> and um, black pepper. Multi spice. You have it. You have it. My wife introduced me to all-purpose seasoning. It's the greatest invention. Does it suit man. all purposes? Could it season a yogurt? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you got your didn't it? it? it good? Yeah. <laughs> What's in it? What's it taste of? Everything and nothing. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of shame. It's the tenth dimension. <laughs> yeah. Behind the tenth curtain of Kabbalah. it's orange. The Zohar. It's definitely got salt in. It's definitely got, pa- it's definitely got paprika yeah. in, and maybe some peppers. And Come stuff. in. I, I've <laughs> worked out what it is. I've worked out what it is. What is it? In the factory where they make all the spices. The sweepings. Ah, the the sweeping machine. You just sweep it and then put it in a jar and call it all-purpose spice. I think it's probably got garlic powder in. Yeah. I don't use. I use raw. Uh, Real garlic. Straight up garlic. Straight, Straight up garlic, good. chopped fine. I don't use that jar shit. What you should do is... She gets easy a, garlic. If you're doing a spag bol or something, put an entire um, Clo- <laughs> clove in, yeah, without chopping it, and yeah, you're it supposed goes to... Squeeze to it, don't yeah, you? you squeeze it out after, like, 30 minutes or whatever. So it's it like a puree. Mush, and it's like yeah. a puree. Where do you find it? I, I'd struggle to find it. What? <laughs> in oh, the yeah, sauce. Oh, there's the lots of fucking skin in it now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best bit <laughs> stuck in the roof of your mouth in about like popcorn fucking popcorn oh, yeah. kernels or yeah. whatever it is I, I got I, called I, a racist yeah. today 
uh, yesterday. Who pay? Because you talked about the, the teeth. I went, I've got a new dentist. Mm. I went to the dentist this week for a fill-in. Uh, you don't go to the dentist, though. I I don't. I thought you didn't go to the dentist. Yes, I do. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. I got I got a whitening last year. A widening. A widening. A whitening. Oh. oh. I, a, I went to Sainsbury's and got my teeth whitened. Oh, Sainsbury's. They're ace, that dentist, in there. Tell you what, the private. What? Fucking, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Miles better. The service. Oh, yeah. oh, fucking hell, miles better. How much was it for your whitening? Um, they undercharged me. It was like... Um, 500? Sc- <laughs> no, I was scraping, polishing and whitening. I think it was 70 quid, yeah, 60 right. quid. Wow. Okay. Shit, how long were you in the chair for? It's 15 minutes. Fucking hell. They give you a thorough scrape? Yeah, full scrape and polish and then the whitening procedure. Yeah, no, I need that. <laughs> the port stains. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've got a new dentist for the checkup, uh, for the fill-in. Mm-hmm. And I came home, said to my missus... Uh, I had a filling today. Right. I said, got a new dentist. He's really good. I like him. Mm. And she said, why do you say that? I went, well, he's English for a start. Oh. Because. Uh, you racist. She said, she said, that's a bit racist. And I went, well, I can understand him. I can't, I couldn't tell what the last one was saying half the time. Because the accent, because the accent's so thick. This guy wasn't and from went, Yorkshire. And he's, bl- he's, bl- he's black as well. So how does it make it make me racist? Xenophobic, then. It's not xenophobic. Regionalist. No, no. You're turning up to receive a service, right? If if the person delivering that service can't speak clear English, mm-hmm. it's just not because you don't like the colour of the skin. It's like you want to be able to understand what you're doing. It's just practical. And she said it's racist. I said, well, the new guy's black. It's not that I don't like people who aren't white. I like the fact that he can speak good English because he is English. Mm-hmm. Is that not right? I'm not racist, am I, for saying that? I don't think you're racist. Was there hate no. in your heart when you said it? No. <laughs> I want to not hate. No, I don't hate anyone. I, I, I was saying... You don't hate I was saying it almost jokingly. <laughs> it's English for a start, because it was a running joke that every time I go to the dentist, I can't, I can't tell what I'm signing what up for. What you should have said is, he spoke very eloquently. <laughs> right. What's for tea? So, I should, potatoes, I, sh- mm. I, should, I should have said... I can understand him better than my previous dentist. Yeah. 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 It's the way you phrased it, maybe. Yeah. But the fact is, that is because he is English and she wasn't. Where was the other dentist from? Of interest. How do you know? I've no idea where she was from. I'm guessing somewhere in in the Middle East. Right. Or, yeah, Middle East, I would say. Okay. Or, no, it could be India, Pakistan, Bangladesh. Mm. Somewhere like that. Very thick accent. So, why? Incredibly thick. How. How did you communicate with her then? If you couldn't understand what she, she was saying, she, I constantly had to ask her to repeat herself. Right. Okay. And uh, was she a good dentist? though? I've no idea. What? Oh, you only we, see your dentist once every six months. How do you know what good one from a bad one? Really, you can what, only did judge you get by fake after it. Well, well no, because it was just check up, just routine stuff. Hmm. The. Well, that comes to like bedside manner and things like that with doctors. True. You know, what's a good doctor and a bad doctor? You know, technically the best doctor might be this guy, but you might prefer this guy mm. because he has a better manner about him. Very important in our game, that, Dan. Great game. The Therapeutic Alliance. Is that what they call it? The mm-hmm. Therapeutic Alliance? Mm. Is that where you build a bond with your client? Mm. And you can you can paint over your inadequacy as a therapist. That's what I fucking and do. holes in your actual knowledge by just being nice. 
Just by using your bedroom manner. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's actually been some research where they've done a different intervention, or they're completely the wrong intervention for the diagnosis, but they've had a really good therapeutic alliance, mm. and they've done just as well oh. as people. So they've made the right mistake, te- the wrong decision technically, mm. but because they had a rapport with the person, they got better results than another doctor who did things by the book. See, I would argue, oh, and I, I always think this when it comes down to choosing what kind of treatment you're going to offer, the actual process of them being able to just speak to you is itself a treatment. Yeah. So no matter what your eventual sort of route is, no. the actual them talking and getting things off the chest in an environment where it's going to go nowhere else mm-hmm. is a treatment, really. Mm-hmm. So therapeutic alliance isn't, if you can get it, try and get it. It is a treatment. Like You should be aiming for it every single time. I think some people maybe are more gifted in that respect. Some people are yeah. probably more emotionally intelligent and mm. are able to adapt to the different person yeah. and read things yeah. into their personality and adapt in that way. I think there's some probably talent there, no? Some yeah. people are better. No, no, I, I'd agree with that. I'm trying to think why you would go into this job on the basis of, oh, I like theory and that's it. Like you must have had some sort of encouragement, young earlier on that you are able to engage with people and you, you are able know. to listen you're predisposed to be interested in people rather than things this is wow a, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know there's a few people who <laughs> do this job you think. Well, no, but, well, you're contradicting yourself there you see in what way because you're saying about people who are more interested in things who are maybe in high positions in your organisation no no I, wouldn't, I know what no. Matt's going to say and right. I would I would say if you were to roll the clock back 30 years ago you would see that person um, I'm saying having 30 years of... I don't think they were born then. Right, okay. <laughs> I don't know. No, no. I mean, I mean the, the, the people that you see that perhaps come across less empathetic in the office, I mean, you can never speak for what the sessions are like. Mm. I would argue that burnout has played a massive part in that. Mm. And they are towards the end of, the, of it now. Um, just get me out sort of thing. How did you describe that attitude in the office? Less empathetic. Could that... Lack of empathy be a coping mechanism for having to deal with people's massively, horrible stories. Massively, massively. So I want you to My sense that. of humour's got a lot worse <laughs> <laughs> since going down this sort of route. But it is it, that in itself is therapeutic to be able. That's to, what. Well, it's, to laugh it's like gallows humour. Yeah, mm. isn't it? Do you know uh, one of the best examples of gallows humour I heard? It was someone being. Mar- this is in like fucking dark ages, Carthage. England. Or, you know, rena- not rena- medieval England. Someone's been marched off to Gallows. And uh, he goes past the, the uh, tavern and he goes, um, get us a drink, I'll get you one on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> He's been marched off to be, have his head lopped off. That's the proper Gallows humour, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that could be used as a coping mechanism. Yeah, you've, not- you've noticed this, have you? Oh, yeah, yeah, certain. I'm, I'm a mate is a chef and their sense of humour is ridiculously dark. You see, this isn't this a bit yeah. of a niche chefing? Yeah, and I think it is a well, it is a known, yeah, it's chef humour, and I've heard it in circles of people that don't know that I know someone who's a chef. Like, nah. I've been, I remember it was only a few weeks ago. Someone said something to me on a night out, and he may went ignore him as a chef, and then that sort of like accepted that they are a bit zany and a bit. But fourteen hours in a hot bloody room will do that to you it makes yeah. a lot of sense well, i was just gonna say do you think that's an environmental effect or do you think that people who are that way are drawn to being chefs 
or do they do they get that way once they get into the job and get exposed to it's it? A, it's a different industry yeah. from what I know. Yeah. Like the, 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 <laughs> yeah. and and the background of how you get the job is a very different. It's not CRB and all this stuff. So it's you know you move from job to job on the basis of who your mates are in some cases. Um, it's not what you know; it's who you know. It's, yeah, it's that kind of industry. So I think you, it does attract similar people. Um, mm. And if you were just looking for a job as a pot wash and wanting to work your way up, you would sort of have to build that side of yourself to be able to survive mm-hmm. in that industry. But going back to what you're saying about um, what I was saying before about uh, oh yeah, going into this kind of job, I think you are encouraged earlier on that you do have a way of connecting with people. I don't think you learn that on on a course. I think you know in yourself. Oh, I like I'm interested in people and, and I like talking to people, and then you go into that career. But I don't think you go into this career of, I just like handing out treatment, but I'm not really interested in the bit before it. Uh, yeah. People have a natural pricl- proclivity. Yeah. That sort of makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've heard a few stories. That's why it's overrepresented with women, isn't it? Well, that's what I was going to... Because women that was my next tend point, to be yeah. interested in people, people more than things. And that's where the pay gap comes Men in. Men goes into engineering, women go into nursing. But we have to legislate against this, Dan, because it's damaging. It's not equality. Same <laughs> we should have 50% female nurses and 50% male nurses, shouldn't we? Ridiculous. Isn't that equality? No. What is it? Equality of, of outcome. Versus equality of opportunity. opportunity. I'm guessing you ver- you verge on the side of op- uh, equality of opportunity. Yeah. Everyone should have equal opportunity. Yeah, of course. I should yeah. be able to go for a job as a... Midwife, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I probably um, I'd nurse. have more success. A male nurse, I'd have there's more a success. stigma attached to male nurse. Yeah, no, no. I was going to say the opposite. I should be able to go for an electrical engineer job, and I should have every right to be told what the fuck are you doing here? You have no qualifications at all. That's yeah. fine. Mm. That I I don't think I should then get a job because I'm a male. You know, I don't I don't understand that. But expertise and education wise, I'm in this role now, but I'm not going to get a job over someone because I'm a male. Well, you, you could make an argument that it's harder for a male to progress in your field than a woman. Well, it's the matriarchy, isn't more it? of the he- hierarchy it's the way is around. female. No, it's the other way around. Well, it's easier for a male. So, no, the, the other things <clears throat> win out, don't they? The, the more, what is it, the less agreeableness of mm. men wins out. So more men in female-dominated industries or sectors... Um, are in the higher positions, basically. Uh, why is that? Because of the, the agreeableness, agreeableness thing. Because so, women are more agreeable. Yeah, probably. What know. I'd argue against with that is, is we, we, we're in no position to ever ask for more money than anyone else because mm. of the way the bands work. So, ESOT, you know, the agreeableness translates to earning more money. Yeah. We can be less agreeable than anyone, but we will get paid the same. Yeah. And we can stomp our feet, but that's the way it's set up. So, within the NHS, maybe... If you were private, you, you'd have a bit of wiggle room. We have no room to, to ask for more money. Well, no, but what I was saying, sorry, is not around the agreeableness, is that men are underrepresented represented <laughs> in our sector, <laughs> but over-represented <laughs> <laughs> over in the uh, management part. Not just in our service, but across the sector, basically. Possibly. This is a fact. I'm laying it out there. Is that a legacy? Is that a legacy of um, men being in power? Don't know. Really, but it's yeah, it's no. funny in our immediate circle that wouldn't be the case. No, in any way, shape, or form, we are oppressed. We are. <laughs> we are oppressed men. 
Why do you say that? Well, because we're well, we're not in any way. But I think it's funny how in I'm, this I'm argument we're allowed to say, "Oh, well, everyone above us is a female boss." But in no way um, are we no. missing out or anything not afforded to us. I'd imagine you don't even notice the female. You don't. It's, just it doesn't good matter at the job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is and the just, problem, and, and and clearly better than myself. When you look through things <laughs> as a matrix fine. of male, female, or white, black, or gay or straight, mm. you immediately pick out the other. I don't think most of us men look at life through that prism, and we don't even notice it. If your boss is a woman, you wouldn't even think twice about it, Amish Ben, would you? No, not at all. It won't mean no. anything. No. It's but just, for, for but the argument from the other side is, well, he's a man and I'm a woman. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's above the glass oh, ceiling, right, you yeah. know. We don't even look at things through that prism. Maybe that's just because we're the, not the majority, I don't know. We're the patriarchy. The privil- privileged class. I don't buy it. I don't buy the white male privilege thing. I really don't. Hmm. I think it's dangerous. You're judging people by... Look at these unis, uh, universities, colleges in America that have got in mm. trouble... For discriminating against Asian students. Because mm-hmm. the Asian so uh, well, from yeah. China, they're, they're kicking arse at fucking maths. And they're having to up the entrance requirements for Asians. And po- it's positive discrimination, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. just because... Um, the colour of the skin and where they come from. Well, it's, it's culture, isn't it, I guess? I mean, they, they've had a better... Uh, Upbringing, maybe in no, terms no, of education. No, it's the language. It's the counting system. The the Chinese count differently. They they don't they don't have eleven, twelve, thirteen. They have they count in a more decimal system. It makes them better at maths. It's back to the rice paddies, isn't it? it goes back to the yeah, rice yeah. paddies. This is who's who's the book? We've read the same book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Lord of Tipping Rings. Point. K- uh, Pinker. Stephen Pinker. Is it's it Stephen Pinker? It's Gladwell. Gladwell. Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to digest that chapter. Well, he talks about the Beatles about yeah, in that yeah. book. The amount of hours they put in in Hamburg, they should have been the best band in the world because mm. they put more. It's a ten thousand hour rule, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know how we got onto that. Well, there's the original patriarchy. But, but patriarchy. The whole point what Peterson's make is by it should be done off competence. Yes. But then you are now excluding people in America for being too competent. So where is the line now? The thing is, is is ultimate. What his ultimate thing boggles down to is that we need hierarchy, mm. and that hierarchy should be based on competence. Yeah, and you have a political spectrum where you have left and right, mm. and left the left wing of politics is there to make sure the hierarchy doesn't get out of control, mm. and then mm. um, what do they call it? Where there's the difference between rich and poor gap, the gap, <laughs> no, the better way, inequality. If the, inim- if the <laughs> mind the gap. If the inequality becomes so great, you, you get civil unrest and, yeah. and the dissolving of society, and that's the left's job to keep the hierarchy in check that it doesn't become corrupt. Hmm. That's what it boils down to, isn't it? What mm. he thinks? Yeah, because he's, he's taught. He's, he's people talk talk about him like he's a fucking far right Nazi. Yeah, yeah. I like and the, the fact people say oh, there should be no hierarchies where he says anything of any value. You need a hierarchy to determine value. Well, yeah. yeah, you don't have any value if you don't have hierarchy. Yeah, and, and if you, even if you don't know you're doing it, we were trading with sheep and lambs and all that stuff at one point. So we just do it anyway. That's if there's the... no currency, there is, there's, in prison, there is <coughs> a form of, of hierarchy 
through social systems and cigarettes are worth ramen. more than ramen ramen now isn't it noodles. yeah right yeah like it we naturally will put things in an order of value they're fundamental yeah that's where the lobster comes from yeah, yeah. the notion of oh, hierarchy slated for that mm. no because Jeez. the lefty did us pull it up oh he thinks we're like lobsters you see when he come well, out with a lobster tie though yeah that's how yeah. you kill it right you can't say anything anymore the fact is that lobsters use a hierarchical system mm. lobsters were around before trees it's 300, 400 million years old, the system of hierarchies. Mm-hmm. It's, it's unavoidable and it's necessary to determine <clears throat> value. And, and the links to how they shape the hierarchy and levels of serotonin and cortisol serotonin. links directly to how we behave. And his argument is it's harder to... I mean, the argument of being a male is harder because of the pressures in a hierarchical system to be a successful male with all the stuff, you know, providing for the family, all that kind of stuff. If you're the guy that isn't doing that in terms of the um, the lobster stuff and your levels of cortisol, and it's harder to be in that position because what you're fighting against is, is a lot more difficult. What happens to the old bull in a herd of rhinoceroses? He gets kicked out mm. by the young males. And he, goes, he dies a solitary death. Yeah, elephant. It's brutal. Well, I think it's most mammals, I think. Mm. Uh, lions. Chimpanzees and things, isn't it? Yeah, with chimps as well. They get beaten up, don't they, and chased mm. out, yeah. If, if you rule with an iron fist, threat, you do, don't, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you rule with an iron fist, then they'll wait for your weakest moment and they'll kill you. And that's how we learn to be social and to, to give and take. <sighs> that, from an evolutionary perspective, that's how we became able to survive. Yeah. yeah. Because if you just tell people, I'm stronger than you, they will wait for the one moment where you're not and yeah. they'll pull you apart. And do you see it with bobos, is it? Bonobos. Bonobos. Bonobos, yeah. In so they're the sexy monkeys. And they're the chimpanzees. Because they're so violent, though, aren't they? They're so violent, so violent. Yeah. But if you pick picnics off people and they do yours, then it creates that social, like, we need him alive because he provides us with something else other than. Yeah. So actually, we've got it pretty easy. Yeah. We don't have to worry about being kicked out of the As past. And speech, yeah. Skull fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's what well. they do. Bonobos, it's skull fun. Yeah, that's where it comes from. What, the name? Uh, no, it's just the, the process. The skull fucking. <laughs> it was witnessed by Bonobos, and someone said, mm. I might give that a go. Yeah. I've got an idea for a niche it's website. Like, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like AIDS. Oh, God, it came from monkeys. Well, Is that true that AIDS came from monkeys? Yes. Yeah. There's Bush a similar meat. virus. That's a conspiracy, simian, isn't it? No. Simian immunodeficiency virus. Yes. Say again, what's that, Ben? Simian immunodeficiency virus, SIV, is, is the monkey one. Right. And there is a there is a proposed link between people eating, eating bush meat and that being becoming transmissible, mm-hmm. like Kreutzfeldt-Jakoff disease and bovine spongiform encephaly. Mad, mad cow disease for the uninitiated. Yeah. You so think- you, sorry, sorry to cost you then. Do you remember the uh, mad cow disease mm. thing in the mid-90s? remember stacking them all up, burning them all. Oh no, that was um, foot and mouth. Foot and mouth. That oh, was yeah. more recent. Oh right, yeah. small sheep. Mm. No, uh, mad cow disease would be the early nineties, would it? Ninety two ish. Yeah, ninety one. So. Something like that. Maybe early to mid. There was a disease in the, all the beef, mm. and all the English far- uh, British farmers were burning the cattle to get rid of this. Um, there was a famous video clip of a cow with wonky legs. Mm-hmm. And they called it mad cow disease, but Kreutzfeldt Jakob's disease is the. Yeah. Real term, isn't no, it? No, no, not in cows. Oh, not in cows? CJD? No, in cows it's BSE, bovine BS. spongy form, encephaly. BS. But it's 
there's a similar, again, similar um, disease in humans called Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, and it's based around prion, prion, prions, uh, proteins being um, accumulating in the brain, causing plaques and and. Amyloid plaques. No, that's, that's Parkinson's dementia. Dementia, things like that. yeah. No, it's similar though. So it's buildup of of odd proteins and these these prions. Fuck. Um, so it's exactly uh, the same sort of... Really topical this week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say, I remember watching it years ago when they were talking about it and saying that the, the, you wouldn't see the full effects of it for like 20 or 30 years. So when all the cases would come. So it's a time delay, is it? Well, I think so, BSC, yeah. BSC? Uh, CJD? Yeah, because it so would take time, time for the plaques to while, build up yeah. in your brain, basically. Are we sitting on a CJD time bomb? Maybe, we're not talking about, but maybe we've, we've curved it because they stopped feeding cows, sheep, or whatever it was. It was brain matter, wasn't it? Yeah. I think they were feeding the cows brain stems well, and spinal cords and things yeah, like that in the in meal. pelts, yeah. And mm. that's what's caused this, like a, almost like a, like a cancer, like a DNA. Yeah, transferred over, hasn't it? Yeah. But the good thing was, apparently, if you, if you cooked your beef well... Mm. It got rid of the. Is it a virus? What is uh, it? It got it broke down the proteins, so you wouldn't so have got it. Basically, you can only contract CJD through consuming infected brain or spinal matter ah, from right. another human in CJD to Ooh, CJD. Like um, Papua New Guinea when they were eating bra- human brains. Oh, they do all sorts in Papua New Guinea. Yeah, that that led them to get something weird, didn't it? They all died uh, weird or something. I can't remember. I yeah. think that's what's going to wipe us out, you know. Eating a brains. pandemic. I think that's our biggest risk. Yeah, probably. Flu. Flu's, flu kills thousands of people mm. every year. Me and me and Dan are sorted, though, in the working for the NHS. Free flu jab every year. Good for three days after you feel like you've got flu? No, impossible. It's, it, the vaccine is not live. Well, I don't vaccine, know, I always feel that. a bit funny after them, though. Yeah, it's because psycho, it's brain. psychosexual, that, Dan. It's <laughs> from your childhood. <laughs> this reminds something I want mm. to start getting into and reading about is the placebo effect. Mm. That's interesting. Isn't it? Mm. The power of the mind. Weirdly, it sometimes works even when you know you're taking a placebo. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Which, I thought the whole point... Is the, wor- the weirdest part of it. I yeah. thought the whole point mm. was you had to believe it. Mm. Well, yeah. To get, we were taking to the get, right thing. To get the good stuff, the right. good placebo effect. But there's still a... There's still a... A slight effect if you they know did you're something in the... If you know you might be taking a placebo. In our place where we uh, work. I think it's mm. even if you they say, here's a sugar tablet for your... Yeah disease yeah yeah your condition they tell you because there's when they do a trial the random there's the double blind placebo study so you know you you put either in one or the other or placebo or whatever i don't know and you're told it's a frame of mind having effect on your immune system which is weird i think you have to tell them because of ethics don't you nowadays or you have to at least say you're in a trial and some of you will have a placebo maybe the best effect would be don't tell anyone there's a placebo yeah give everyone a placebo Mm. and you probably see some similar improvements that's what they did they didn't what's that guy there's a doctor and he does everything on not one of the twins doom no he's uh he did did the three two diet (laughs) or whatever Five seven five two diet. I can't remember his name. 
Mm. But he did something in with back pain, and everybody got a placebo in it. I've heard about the back that most lower back pain is psychosomatic. I've heard that before. <laughs> well, the other thing is, yeah, dead? because because <laughs> have you been on that long term conditions face. course and spot? Did this physiotherapist speak? Not been on it. Yet, I'm waiting. All oh, right. Okay. Well, he was saying basically that all physical damage should heal within or three I months. Back. No, <laughs> so anything beyond that. Yeah, so everybody goes in. Chop your arm off. They've been smoking well, something. Yeah, and it would heal. No. Wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so, oh, oh dear. Yeah, so basically, if you're in pain, everyone goes to a physiotherapist and says, there's something in my back that's causing me pain. And he said, well, when was the injury? If it's more than three months ago, he says, no, it, it can't be that, basically. So what's happened, or what he thinks, or what some research suggests, I should say, <laughs> is that... Um, Studies say <laughs> there's an association between the nerves and the brain. So the brain gets used to being in pain because pain doesn't exist. Remember, it's of just course. reaction. Yeah. yeah. So it's just something you feel in your nerves or whatever. Um. So that association, basically, if you're used to being in pain for three months, it basically just never turns off. So you just constantly be in pain mm. all the time so after it's, it's healed. I suggest. Yeah. So how do they reset it then? You have to break the association. Hmm. So what do you think Difficult. about fibromyalgia? Oh, God. Well, we see a lot of people with fibromyalgia. Um, and there's a, there's, a, there's quite a strong link between depression and fibromyalgia and feeling aches and pains and being in constant pain. But you yeah. feel things more. So if you feel shit, on a basic level, an anecdotal level, if you feel shit and you feel shit about yourself, you've had a shit day, and you're depressed, you will feel more in pain. Because mm. you'll feel that more, won't you? you? You said something before about the mind having an effect on your immune system. There's something I read the other day in, in, that, in that neuroscience book about how extended periods of exposure to cortisol, so basically you've gone through months and months of stress. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, and you've, you've obviously been exposed to cortisol, which then basically puts you in the state of depression. So a long time of being stressed out, you've you've had more cortisol than all the good stuff that we need. What your body does is it starts mimicking the same symptoms as it would if you were ill. So the, the sleeping all the time, the um, formation of, of certain parts of your body, so the pain stuff, what your body does, it, it thinks it's ill. It trigger a fever as well. Yeah, and, and you can get, that's why you get colds more. Right. So it, it thinks you're ill. So it goes into hibernation as it, as it would if you were to eat something I and make the, you feel the ill. Cortisol actually suppressed your immune system as well. So having that stress hormone, I thought it did. I thought it, it did something to you. So you so actually you get the, Ill the white blood cells and things like that. Yeah. Right. To fight the. And the so point that's, is that's why we say get out and have a walk because you need to trick the body into thinking, no, hang on, no, I am all right. I'm not ill. Because yeah. otherwise, it's just going to double up. Yeah, you're having a shit time, but mm. you're also telling yourself that you're ill. The point is that cortisol is a stress hormone mm. that should be experienced infrequently and for short yes. periods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we're hunter-gatherers, when would you release a stress hormone? Maybe when you saw a predator mm-hmm. coming at you mm. or in the distance, Get a the light job. pack of lions, whatever. And uh, you would experience a cortisol surge then, mm. but it would be fleeting and you would recover and you'd go back to your tribe and light the fire and make... Shadow puppets like Plato, and that'd yeah. be the end of it. Whereas in our 
industrialized modern world, people are subjected to stress far hmm. more than our evolution has been designed to take. If you're looking online, and this is why I got rid of social media, but from if you're Good looking move. online and you're constantly seeing people, for example, in better shape than you. And you're constantly going, I'm not in good shape. I'm not. That is long periods of time of being exposed to cortisol. Mm. Is it any wonder that over a period of two to three weeks, people will start to feel depressed? Do you think what? that redu- that excretes cortisol, seeing someone who's in better shape than you online? It depends how you react. Yeah. No, it's, right. no, well, this is, the, this is the key thing. This, yeah. this is the key, key thing that we're meant to do. It's perception. If you perceive that as a negative thing and you haven't got the sort of rationality at the time to go, well, he's probably worked very hard for it, 10 years, that's his thing, I'm into this. If you're not doing that and you're just digesting it, he's in better shape, (laughs) they've got a better life, look at their kids, they're doing more. If you're doing that all the time, then of course it'll have a negative effect because it's stressful. I'm not in the position I want to be in compared to this person who's who's similar to me. This goes back to the Kabbalah again. (laughs) It goes back to the Kabbalah. The bread of shame. The bread of shame. Don't react to external influences. But I'm I'm working with someone at the minute and all we've done for three weeks is reduce social media and it's changed everything. She said, I I felt like this cloud was hanging over me. It was the cloud that was We've talked about this this Jonathan Haidt interview on Joe Rogan. right themselves. (laughs) Jonathan Haidt breaks it down on Joe Rogan about the effects that social media have, in particular on young girls, Mm. but on young boys as well. It's a fucking bane in our existence. So I, include I fucking Reddit. hate it. What? Reddit, okay. No, because I won't call that social. Anti-social. What I'd like to see, though. Particularly to formulating brains. I mean, you're an adult. You can yeah. take it. But for a, a 12-year-old, or 11-year-old. Yeah. And I get it. And we all know that, right, it's not. It's, it's fake lives and we're putting up the best version of ourselves. But I'd like to... to and we know that. I think we should be able to accept that it, that is stressful. If you're seeing people having a better time than you all the time, it's riches to stress. But I'd like to see... What is the urge to upload and to contribute to that? Facebook hire psychologists to help them develop their software to make it as addictive as possible mm. to trigger those reward systems. Mm. Random reward, P.F. Skinner. Skinner's rat. Skinner. I don't think it's rat. I'm, I'm not sure it's so it's as random as that, though. I think they're programming it into the system well, to make it. It's you the know, random reward. Like you post something, now, you look for how many likes yeah, you've had. That is why has no one liked this thing? It's been up for 30 minutes. Why has no one liked it? It's, it no, is. It's, and it's poison. It's a painful it cycle. Yeah. It's so painful because people... Are, I, my missus complains about things she sees on it, but then we'll upload something that is slightly fabricated for, for <laughs> no but for those reasons let's got back from the Seychelles <laughs> yeah you know what I mean but for, for, for those reasons and yeah. it's funny that we are all contributing to each other's ill mental health in that way that's why I'd rather just not be part of it I don't bang on about it but I'd rather not contribute in any way either are digesting you on, are you or on any uploading. social media no uh, no on Twitter or even Instagram no, what all the kids use weird. none of that's it. That's the worst one. I mean, I don't. Like, what we have WhatsApp and that, but I don't really count that as social media. No, that's messaging. That's yeah. a utility. Yeah, there's nothing that I'm at the. And I mean, this has been about three, four years, and I feel stable in four years, if I could say that. I don't know. At least more stable than if you'd still. Oh been yeah. On it. Oh no. At the time, anxiety was worse. Depression, maybe not depression, but anxiety was terrible. Yeah. Four years without it and. That's fine. Maybe that was my cloud. It's not for everyone. There's other things going on in people's lives. I live a recluse life. That that probably was my only problem. <laughs> like a snail. No, but when I, I sort of evaluate my life in terms of stress, that was probably it. 
but other people <laughs> have it a lot worse, which, you know, so telling someone who's looking for employment, get off Facebook, you'll feel better. Yeah, they probably will, but it's not going to help them with employment. Well, this is it the thing, do, isn't it? Jordan Peterson well, again. He says you got to you got to find an intimate relationship, get a job, tidy bedroom, tidy bedroom, mm. and all the rest of it. Again, what is the value of life? What is the meaning of life? What it? Forty two. Forty two. Yeah. Are you asking? Don't tell him. What's the question? No, I'm, I'm asking. Um, Dan knows. Oh. <laughs> is this Jordan? I, need, is, I need some truffles. Oh, yeah. get it, yeah. is, this, <laughs> is this Jordan Peterson's meaning of life? You mean? No, I was asking Dan. Oh right, okay. D- it depends how you look. I look at. I try and look at everything from a, an evolutionary standpoint because it makes the most sense. Yeah. We're here by chance. We're not here to have fun or to enjoy ourselves. You know what I mean? No, no, but you know what I mean? The basis are we're here to cro- procreate. Fun. No, no, but and this is what... We're, we're here to procreate and to survive as long as we can. All right. Mm. As a basis. But there are things we do enjoy. But he says himself, like, if you if you spend your time just doing things you enjoy, then you're, you're tipping into chaos. Mm. Well, the other thing you, is you need to keep... chaos. You need things that are structured... And yeah. and rewarding, but n- but not too complicated. So you go into that version of chaos. It needs to be order and chaos, and you need to walk the line very carefully if you're going to have that sort of um, what does he sort of define it as? Meaning to have meaning. So value. Yeah. So have that sort of what, whatever I'm doing in in my own core makes sense and feels like it's worthwhile. Might not be the same for everyone else, but that is the basis of it. I don't think. We're designed for that, but we found a way that this is where we are the happiest when we're challenged, but in a way that it is rewarding. Uh, you get the reward f- through succeeding and growing. Yeah. Just having a challenge isn't enough. You have to see some development. Yeah, 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 That's where I think the meaning comes yeah. from. And always you moving think, the bar a bit. Does, is it him who talks about trying to be a better person today rather than looking at Instagram and saying, I want to be better than him yeah. or yeah. better than her be better or than, this. Yeah, be I want to be than better than, you, than you, I you was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know, it's just, com- it, it's refreshing in that it seems like common sense, but we don't hear enough about it because the media is fucking nonsense. It's rubbish. It is. 99% of, of it. It's terrible. But we have YouTube and we you can listen to things like this. Mm. Things that are really can strike a chord with you. You listen to the, uh, the Amish Inquisition on YouTube. Yep. Uh, I've not done it uh, since like episode six, 60 or something. Uh, 69. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I can't see. I've got too many. Execute order 69, dudes! Alright. I have got Arnie on here as well. Okay. Can't find it. I've got two. Put that cookie down now! <laughs> Put that cookie down! Kindergarten cop? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? I Zenith then, probably. Just after Terminator mm. 2. Yeah. You've seen, have you seen the first two Terminator films? No Terminators either. Shit, a brick. Really? <laughs> Shit, a brick. We did this brick. last time, the yeah. Arnold films. I've seen Kindergarten Cop, that's it. And the uh, Jingle All the Way, that was it. <laughs> so some of his best, I've started at the top and I'll work down. You've so it. much to get through. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do it. Total Recall Predator. Total Recall Predator. Commando. Dylan! You son of a bitch. Ugh. 
What's the matter? See, I got you pushing too many pencils. <laughs> right, we finished now. Uh, I've just got one thing more to say. Say it. <coughs> I can't remember what it was now. Wakanda forever. <laughs> no. All right, we're having tea at my mum's. All right. And uh, it's time to go. It's like 10 to 7. Time to get your shoes on, boys, whatever. And uh, our seven-year-old is... is uh, Sat on the same chair as grandma, and he's dicking around with phone, with landline phone. And uh, I can see him whispering to each other like a fucking little gang, and then looking at me <laughs> and then whispering and whatever. Anyway, he runs out of room with phone. Next minute, my mobile starts ringing. <laughs> I look at the mobile, and it's uh, yeah, mum's phone, mum's landline. Hello, hello, are you an electrician? Aren't <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I'm the electrician, yeah. Uh, me house has broken down. Shapes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, it's a dick. Oh, okay. It's a little dick. Seven-year-old dick. We have to do some outro music. We haven't even, I haven't even uh, queued it up. <laughs> what are we going to have for outro music? I don't know. You've no idea. Jurassic Park thing. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I've probably not got it. Uh, oh. We could have. Um, we haven't had the most annoying song in the world for a while. Uh, last week. What's that? Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world?